Welcome back to episode two of the Film Burnouts podcast. I am Ben. I'm Jacob. Yeah, g'day, Andrew. And I'm Hannah. And uh, today, actually, well, we better start off with a shot. Hang on. Let's, let's start off. What are we drinking today, Jacob? What is oh, this? Just a classic wet pussy shot. Ben saying something very inappropriate. <laughs> we'll get into this. <laughs> Come on, mate. Come All right. On. Let's get into it. <laughs> Uh, no, we're still going. Cheers. Mm. Mm. Oh, actually, I don't think I've had no, that before. It's all over my mouth. What the fuck? Oh, I don't think I've had that before. Um, You've definitely today, had that before. It's I don't like know. It's like some, some club, yeah. yeah. Uh, but today, Thank ladies you. and gentlemen, we will be reviewing the one, the only, Elvis. Uh, a fantastic Baz Luhrmann film, uh, which originally came out. Mr. Austin Butler uh, is the main star. And Mr. And, Austin Butler. And, and actually, can I just add real quick, a huge Australian cast. Yes. An absolutely, absolutely huge Australian cast. Really? Um, pretty much there's three American actors and everyone else in this film is Australian. I don't know if you guys actually knew that. There's pretty much three mm. or four main American actors and everyone else is Australian. I think I know who one of them that you might be talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, good old Billy. <laughs> oh, mate, don't get me started on Billy. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, everyone got a bit hot and bothered the second oh that scene. Okay. I well, did, I definitely anyway. did. Um, yeah, but anyway, Billy from Stranger Things. Billy probably. from Stranger Things, yeah. He's a, uh, what, uh, what's his name? Dacre Montgomery? That's his name? I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to his name. Anyway, today, Elvis, uh, we've, got, we've got the structure again, but we've actually got a drink. Do you want to introduce us to our drink? Oh, hello. Can see you there. Today, we're making the Elvis Presley, a cocktail in which you'll find we did not enjoy. In fact, it was probably the worst cocktail we've ever had in our lives. But to make it, you need Bailey's, banana liquor, vodka, and Franchelico, or hazelnut liquor. And um, it's not creamy, the Bailey's doesn't make it creamy, it just tastes like shit, because it's all vodka, and alcohol, and yeah, you know, cocktails generally have like a mixer, but for the last two episodes we haven't had a mixer in our cocktails, it's just been alcohol mixed together. Um, but this is, this is how to make the Elvis Presley. So we start out with our vodka. Of course, naturally, two shots because who doesn't want to enjoy their drink, you know? Let me pour that bad boy in our cocktail shaker today. Um, so it's shaken up nice and well to create a mess in which we didn't enjoy. Um, so now we've got our vodka done. It is equal parts Bailey's banana liquor and hazelnut liquor and they're all half a shot. There's still more vodka in it than there is mixes. Now, I was actually excited about the banana liquor because one, I haven't had it before, and two, it smells nice. Honestly, all you taste is vodka and Baileys. Very overwhelming and not in a good way. I actually hadn't had Frangelico before either. It smells interesting. Put all your mixes in the shaker. Make sure you put that in there. And like a good bartender should, you strain it, or you double strain it into your glass. Now, that is our Elvis present. I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Yeah, so um, today we are having a peanut butter and banana cocktail or the elvis presley as if you guys don't know elvis used to have 
peanut butter and jam and bits of tuna and steak in a subway and he was having four of them a day mm-hmm. yeah so this cocktail is dedicated to that yeah. uh and let's, let's have a sippy my us and peas oh it smells terrible <laughs> okay i'm not gonna go down one. oh jesus one, christ absolutely actually beautiful. it's not too bad it's not that bad <laughs> Absolutely. What are the, Absolutely what are the macros? Can we? No. Anyway. <laughs> what are the macros on that? Could have waited. Like gamer milk. Um, but yeah. <laughs> what does so, it taste like? So banana milk. We, I thought you said gamer milk. <laughs> <laughs> gamer milk. <laughs> Drink this every night. Uh, but yes, we have we have Elvis today. Um, we're going to do the fifteen minute splits again. Well, we're going to do our spoiler free review before oh, we get into hold it. Hold on. Yeah, we're going to skip the whole review. segment, mate. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Um, yeah, spoiler free review. Um, we might start with Hannah. I think like last time we ended with Hannah start like yeah, doing start. Uh, her rating. We might go. You can start us off with our. We don't um, do a rating. Ray, I was gonna say isn't that at the end? Free. Yeah, that's what that's what I meant. So what, what would oh you God, tell them before they go into it? Pardon? What would you say to someone that's about to go into watch Elvis? Don't say it. <laughs> yeah, that bad. No, I just. How the hell? It's Elvis. Do you know Elvis? You've heard of Elvis. Everyone's probably heard of Elvis. Um. So you're going into it, you're like, Elvis, cool. Pretty much. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, are you prepared? Are you prepared to talk about this, Andrew? Uh, no, uh, no, I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, no, uh, for this film, yeah, you are going to get a lot of Elvis. Be prepared for that. It doesn't just take it away from the world of Elvis. Mm. Um, it's very drenched in that. And um, But there's some absolutely beautiful cinematography in this film mm. sprinkled in. Um, it's very mainstream. Be be prepared for that. Um, there's going to be a couple of songs where you're just going to be like, "Wow, okay." Um, but otherwise, uh, I um, yeah, I think you will enjoy it regardless. So uh, mm-hmm. definitely worth a watch. Jacob. Yeah, it's yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> You're fair. Um, it's it's Baz Luhrmann, as everyone said. So expect some fucking wacky editing. It's why Ben loves it. That's why Andy hates it. <laughs> so. <laughs> But um, yeah, Jacob about to sit between us today because yeah. one of us loves that editing and one of us hates it. So yeah, very yeah I you know I came out of it like meh, and I've kind of I think I've warmed up to it more since watching it. It does. I as someone who's not a fan of, wasn't a fan of Elvis music. I've heard it before. Wasn't a fan. Definitely more of a fan after after watching the movie, just because it gets stuck in your head. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I went into this. Like, I mean, none of us were around when Elvis was around, mm. uh, obviously. Uh, tragic tragic death of 42. But um, I will say, and like, this is spoiler for it. It's the movie of the year for me. I'm not even going to lie. Like, obviously, it's a bit more of a rating, uh, but I'm not going to lie. It, it is the movie of the year for me. Um, if you love... And that's going against, like, Batman and yeah. like, fucking everything everywhere well, all no, at once. I, and I said this to you yesterday. I said, people that are like... If I said that it's movie of the year, people would be like, oh, what about Batman? But I know that those people were absolutely Northman. shitting on Batman. Northman. Northman doesn't even fucking clear it, dude. It's nowhere near. Are Northman's you serious? not as good as... Are as, you serious? As, as Elvis? As, as Elvis? No, but as Elvis versus Norman, yeah, you would still Elvis every day of the week. Yeah, but you're talking about the man who loves editing, so... Okay, This right. is definitely oh an God. editor's perspective Bro, on the look at the look at the box office. There's a reason that... Film, okay. Don't talk... You fucking love that I film. Love, no, Don't use that shit on the Northman I, now. I prefer Northman All right, let's Batman, keep it. Bro. let's keep it civil. Let's keep it to Elvis, okay. eh? 
Elvis, obviously the editing style. Have you seen Romeo and Juliet, 1996, 1998? Um, that editing style is brought across into the good old Elvis. And it does very well. Uh, I love it. I love it to death. Uh, some of us don't like it. But uh, go see it. You'll enjoy it. Literally, I think it's made for all ages, if I'm being honest. I think you'll enjoy it. I, I actually, it's actually surprising because we came out and we thought the older generation would have struggled a bit. Like I mm. even talked to my grandpa watched it recently and I was talking to him today. And he said he had no idea what the fuck was happening in the first yep. 40 minutes. Like, he got into it after the first 40 minutes. Absolutely. But the first 40 Uh, minutes feels like old Romeo and Juliet in the editing style. No, yeah, no. uh, Definitely uh, your older generations may absolutely struggle with some of the pacing and uh, intense uh, special effects and uh, Mm. editing style. Um, But, of course, there is moments where they really do touch on the impact Elvis had on, on not only American culture but around the world. And um, yeah, and it was quite beautiful in those moments. But uh, sometimes it was just kind of like, okay, yeah. Oh, this cocktail's gonna catch me. This really. cocktail's <laughs> this cocktail's throwing hands for Jacob. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a cocktail. You gotta have the cocktail. And then, like, I mean, I actually had high hopes for it because because it's got Bailey's in it. I like Bailey's, but. Yeah. Man, fucking hazelnut liquor, banana liquor, and Bailey's and vodka don't go well together, man. Um, I don't know what Elvis was fucking eating every day, bro. It's not good for you, man. It's probably why he died at 42. <laughs> no, that's Tom Parker. Anyway, um, we shall get into this movie, though. It's a long movie. Um, it goes for how long? Oh, my it goes goodness. for two and a half hours. Yeah, another thing I will just say: be prepared for a really long watch. We're gonna cap it. We're gonna try and cap it at the same time as last one. But like, I'm not meaning for the podcast. I'm meaning for the movie. Oh, this is huge! It is huge. I, I, moments do drag. I would say absolutely for you. But you loved it, so of course you're gonna see the moment. Okay, spoilers from now on. Name a moment that dragged. As soon as as he got shipped off to prison, there was like. A somber dialogue moment between him and his mother. No, no, but no, his mother was dead at that point. Uh, this is this like is that, why we were okay, concerned. Okay, okay, we'll get we'll get into that. Okay, we'll we'll get there. But there are moments where I would say, me and Andy would say it drags a little bit. Ben would say no because he loves it. And Hannah, Elvis, <laughs> Elvis, <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's already drunk. Elvis. Uh, so we open up here. Hey, you you talk about us interrupting Hannah. Last I'm so, I didn't even hear you. I'm sorry. You keep going. Wait, what? Are you on? Oh, I wasn't even saying anything. Yeah, what the, what are you No, about? you were about to say something. <laughs> I said I'm right, not drunk yet. Anyway, uh, we open up here with Tom Parker, played by Tom Hanks. Um, an interesting role that we've got here. Uh, falling off a ladder and being rushed to hospital. Um, There's a new coverage of Tom scamming Elvis. Um, now, personally, I had no idea who Tom Parker was before this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the old knew him in America. Yeah. He, they said he was famous. Yeah. I, I will. I will say, like when I've talked about this film with my parents, and I mentioned the Colonel, mm. everyone has heard. Like everyone really? goes, yeah, no, oh, the wow. Colonel is almost just as infamous as the legacy of wow. Elvis in the sense of because that book they they yeah. even address it in the movie. There was a book that came out in the 1970s that addressed um, yep. the, the 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 issues that will show in this film yep. um, about the Colonel, and uh, yeah, no. What do we think of Tom Hanks as the Colonel? I'm very curious to get that. Ooh. I had mixed. I honestly really disliked his narration. I thought it slowed down the film significantly and it made the film film stylistic editing feel like they had to make narration to make it make sense. Mm. Like it felt like 
Baz Luhrmann was like, oh, I love all my stylistic editing. Oh, this doesn't make sense. Just have some narration over it to make sense. But um, in terms of his acting, acting, I, I didn't mind it. It's, it's not an expressive role. Oh God, yeah. no. no! You can you can totally see Tom Hanks just eating it. All the acting he can get, like that staircase scene, which we'll talk about in a moment. We first in, uh, the Colonel is introduced to Elvis. He's all oh, yeah, yeah, like evil villain. Like it's, yeah. it's very over top yeah. in some parts. But yeah, what a beautiful scene, by the way. I think in, a, in a cut with him as a kid. No, we'll get there. we'll get there. Well, how good? Um, yeah, so <laughs> obviously Tom Hanks, a bit 50-50 on him. Um, I did. Pref- I did prefer. I would say. I was gonna say younger Tom Hanks. I would. I, I did prefer Tom Hanks as Tom Parker when it was set, rather than him. The 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 older figure they created. Yes. Like because the, the, they added. Oh, like his old prosthetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, we kind of open at the very end of them. It's one of those open at the end, and then we go back to yeah. the start, which makes sense for this yeah. timepiece. So we're opening with Tom Parker being rushed to hospital, which is when he died in real life but it's the moment he was rushed to hospital before he died mm. and this is him like retelling the story yeah, yeah we're just talking just to the audience a lot of narration. and um he's talking about the death of elvis and saying uh they blamed me i i but i didn't kill him and that's the mm. whole mystery of oh who, who killed elvis um, spoiler alert, he did kill him he's yeah, just a fucking pussy ass loser yeah. Yeah. um and um, yeah, no, he's very crusty. Mm. <laughs> he's very crusty man in this stage. And then moving forward, um, we get to uh, the first uh, flashback. Elvis witness his uh, first blue performance. Um, so Elvis, Hold on. Whoa, what are you, where are you reading, homie? We're at we're at Elvis collapsing. We're at number two there. Oh, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. So we we see this is something that we actually <laughs> spoke about initially when we got out of the cinema. Are we, are we all, we all, yeah, so this is something we spoke about when we got out of the theatre. Elvis, we, we see footage of what we see later on with Elvis collapsing. Ba- basically, when it was towards the end, it was basically just before Elvis' last performance, which is famously known now. Um, it was a couple of years before that last performance. They were showing it was... This, it was like, it would do whatever he'd get on, on get It was the stage. start of the decline. That's when, that's oh, when okay. Tom Butler started giving him a hip of drugs. Yeah, the, the morphine and, and whatnot, everything they could to get him on stage. That scene... Uh, it was pretty, yeah, it's pretty much Tom Hanks going over um, saying the only thing that matters is that man gets on stage, which we learn is important later on. Um, and then split screen of Elvis performing on stage. This is where the editing just takes effect for about three minutes. Just goes ham, split screens. Wild. There was visual effects shots, which even as someone who loves the editing, I didn't like the the under the billboard. Yeah, like they had a like a camera dolly that was obviously done with like a helicopter or something oh no it was all it was all oh, it was, was all cgi, CGI. was it cgi oh that's yeah. why it looks like shit because it, it did like a the camera did like a dolly forward and a turn yeah. and yeah. it did it like did a did 180 it was basically revealing information of these this um sign out the front of the international oh. hotel we had mm. another note if you are photosensitive at all or oh, you're God. prone to seizures do not watch this movie you'll get a seizure within the first minute yeah it is horrific with the lights <laughs> i wouldn't say horrific anyway <laughs> Uh, old Tom Parker says so him bit a bit you know they've, they've done a bit to his makeup here. Um, claims he didn't kill Elvis and explains here he, how he was a con man, all while walking through the slot machines. I I like this shot. I don't like the, the 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 birds. See, the, we've got very different perspectives on this film because you can tell the slot like this the entire set was CG. So he's yeah, on a yeah, green he's screen. He's walking around That's on like, a green it's, screen. It's, it's the metaphor, man. You got You got You got You got to think. We'll have a deeper. good looking metaphor. They could have easily <laughs> the budget they had. All that, they, they could have easily rented, rented out, the, rented casino, out the slot of machines. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so we had him walking through the casino, and then t- uh, Tom Parker works with uh, by uh, him. There's like an old version of himself doing the narration, walking yeah. through these slot machines. It's meant to be symbolic of the man himself. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, Jacob. <laughs> right, take you to angry on the table there, mate. Um, all right, calm down, buddy. Uh, now Tom Parker w- uh, works with Hank's show at a carnival where he hears about Elvis through Elvis being played on the radio. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know who the hell Hank was. Like, Hank Snow. I, I'd never heard of him before. Mm. Uh, well, obviously, I think that's the point. Like, because they they talk about Hank Snow as this big country singer, and mm. obviously, none of the younger generation, or I imagine even the older generation watching this, know who the fuck Hank Snow is. Yeah. And that's the point because Elvis was so big; he was the first real international rock star mm. to a lot of people. And so Hank Snow, I don't remember him, but Elvis literally came up at the same time as Hank Snow. Mm. Everyone remembers him. I know Elvis, and I, I, I knew Elvis before I heard his music. Like this is just stuff that he's so, so international. And there's lines later in the film where Elvis goes, "Nobody's gonna remember remember me when I'm dead." Yeah. And it's just it's there's crazy. something about that hitting you when you realize everyone fucking knows who you are. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, actually, it's great. And and I, I did like this scene where it was pretty much him hearing on the radio. It had that kid running through town saying, no, all the kids are listening to this, this, this yeah, one, this one so Elvis guy. Tom Parker's with Hank Snow in a carnival backstage because obviously country music at the time, like there was no big stars enough to make right. enough money that you could do that only, like only fun music yep. unless you're a record company. So mm. uh, what's it called Tom Hanks or Tom Parker was like promoting Hank Snow, but he also had to promote the carnival at the same time to make his ends meet because that's just how the business worked and they're all at the carnival and they hear the radio and you hear Elvis playing. And so he was on the radio, like on this little Sun Records Mm -hmm. record company, like family owned record company and he was still getting wide stream attention. I just will say this is the first sort of instant we get a real sort of sense of uh, the racial issue around uh, Elvis is now Sun's uh, Records was a record company that was designed to try and Thank you into the microphone. Yeah. Um, try and um, get black blues and jazz into America and, and, and more widespread. And um, unfortunately, they still had to pay the bills. And of course, you've got a lot of racial issues. So this white American who's grown up um, surrounded by um, African-American music is now doing African-American songs. They're promoting him as much as possible because more white people are more willing to, to listen to Sun's radio. Um, so it's again sort of the first sort of in-depth um, nasty, nasty world that this 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 film is based in. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, yeah, I would say this film tries to tackle racial issues but fails. Political issues. Oh shit! Yeah. Just political Just issues politi- and racial because that was a yeah. big aspect of Elvis, mm. right? When you talk to people about Elvis nowadays, especially the younger generation, they go, "Oh, the guy that stole all those black songs." Yeah, and that, that's one thing that we, we we spoke about when we left it as well is that obviously this film had to have a lot of permissions from the Presleys, like Lisa mm. Marie in particular, and, and also um, what, uh, the, the wife's name. I've got Which is name. interesting. It's Priscilla. interesting how loyal... Yeah, Priscilla. Priscilla. Yeah. Sorry. No, you know, no, don't apologize. Um, it is interesting how highly regarded Priscilla... Priscilla had... what Priscilla holds Elvis mm. in such a high regard, even though they got divorced, and you yeah. kind of see it. Obviously, they... I would say they downplay it significantly. Well, that's what I mean. So pretty much they had to give... I imagine that that the Presleys were such a large part of the script supervisation of this film. If there's any part where they 
spoke about how poorly Elvis was smooching everyone in the crowd or the oh. fact that he was doing all this to his body or the, like all, all this well, taking taking African-American songs that, that the Presley's in current day Presley's in 2022 would say no cut that that's why this film was just it was and we need to idolise Elvis but there was also issues and aspects that weren't spoken up, upon because of how they had to write the script for this, mm-hmm. which I think we need to understand that as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, and but th- th- yes, yeah, so obviously th- talking about the, the, the racial issues with this, we had the first flashback. Um, well, just just before that, when when Andrew said this is where we first touch on the racial yeah. issues, it's because when they hear the song, Tom Tom Parker mm. instantly. Oh, we can't promote a black singer and they yeah. go, nah, he's white. Yeah. And then literally everyone he's in the white. carnival goes, he's white? Yeah. He's yeah, white? It's yeah. so Tom, emphasized. Tom Hanks' eyes are fucking like, it. he's white? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was brilliant. And uh, actually, I, I love that. I, like think the... so, I, I could see why people would maybe not enjoy that, but that was, I think that's just how the time was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah and you definitely like... That that in particular is like a realization of what era we're in. Yeah, and like they're like, oh, we can't listen to it. It does instantly the, the set the music. tone of the era. It's yeah. like, oh, we don't respect this music, but we respect it when it's sung by this guy. Exactly right. But, um, yeah. Yeah. And then, we, then we get our first flashback. Uh, Elvis going back and witnessing his first blues performance uh, and dances in the church. What do you think of the dirt, the, the church scene? I'd love to hear the what dirt. you guys thought about that yeah, church so scene. Yeah, so one, we see like Elvis sneaking a peek at this famous African-American singer and then this lady just doing the grindy dance moves on the other guy. And mm. obviously, uh, little Elvis is having a time of his life. Yeah, yeah watching yeah, that, that was his discovery show. moment. That's yeah, and, then, and then instantly mm. from that, he runs into the church, into the church where yeah. they're all doing their... They're like praise Jesus, uh, like um, mm. movement. Mm. <laughs> I think there's always this weird moment where, where as the viewer, <laughs> you watch Elvis interpret the sexual dancing of like the the African American lady he watched earlier with mm. the with the gospel dancing, yeah. and he kind of that's his act in yeah. in real life. Yeah, if no, but, anyone yeah. has watched Blues Brothers with the whole scene of I see the light, that is one hundred percent this scene of yeah. just this character just being like I see yeah, the light, see the light. Yeah. just freaking the f-, f out. Like, yeah, it's yeah. very over the top. Um, uh, it. What did you think of like? The whole like him having the I'm not sure if that's dramatized. Oh, the, He's got um so lightning bolt. Yeah, he he dry, um he really um idolizes this this um comic book character and they go to the nth degree of when they show him as a child, he's got this um, lightning bolt strike out of cardboard hanging around his neck. I'm sure that might be on some truth, but it's huge and it, like it's it's just wooden as it's well. Just I didn't even wooden, notice it. I, yeah, you didn't notice this massive wooden <laughs> lightning bolt he had around his neck. No. That's all I could think of. It's in the trailer. You gotta show. You gotta show a photo man? now. I'm making yeah. you edit this. Yeah, like, show like, a photo. Like half of his chest. I was too busy vibing with the music, man. Like I was like, <laughs> sit, I was sat forward in this. Andrew was sick of me because I was like dancing. Oh uh, yeah, this, this dude was rocking the whole chairs. Um. But yeah, no, that scene is definitely this um, cacophony of um, different voices and different uh, these two different styles of music performing against each other. And it's, again, trying to show this moment of Elvis being born into the music. Yeah. But yeah. 
I like Kieran's pointing out how we're, we're talking about the first 15 minutes of this film yeah. and we're 21 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> We've actually... I like, knew this was going to happen, bro. What, okay, oh, let's man. keep going. So you, you go... You go right. So, so we go to... We, to his first performance, which we've already kind of seen in the first 15 minutes, where Tom Parker's here. He's he's very curious about Elvis because he's played on the radio. People are talking about him. So he goes to watch the first performance, and he gets up on stage. He's wearing this very pink, flamboyant mm. shirt. Obviously, it would have been very confronting. What What does the member of the crowd call him? I, uh, I think it was a fairy. A, um, yeah, fairy. That, that term at the time get for queer. Yeah. Get a haircut, fairy. Um, you fairy. Oh, they change in the trailer. That's interesting. They Ooh. say something different in the trailer. They get a, yeah, he says Buttercup in the trailer. Huh. Wow. I think, yeah. I think it's fairy. No, I, I'll uh, play yeah, it right so now. Get a haircut, Buttercup. <laughs> well, not in, the, not in the trailer. I think in the movie it's fairy. Yeah, no, it is. No, yeah. right, right. So but fairy the trailer, is a derogative term for the queer community. Because yeah, I watched yeah. it with mum. I made it watch the trailer. And she said, um, yeah, get a haircut, Buttercup. And I was like, ah, hang on a second. That's different <laughs> than what they said in the film. Continuity. Um, yeah, but... Continuity. This is... <laughs> This really stylized moment where, where Elvis sings and literally, I don't know how else to describe it, but all the women in the audience just... Can, can you describe it, Hannah? What, what are the yeah. women? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of wet seats. Um, oh, <laughs> fucking Andrew, Jesus. It was horrific. They were throwing their underwear at him. It was um, the Probably mother. The his mother was in the crowd, yeah. like going, "Don't hurt my boy!" Yeah. Uh, and it was just this. And then the de- I remember she says, "Don't hurt my boy," and the father's like, "I'm pretty sure they don't want to hurt him. They want to <laughs> fuck him." <laughs> um, and and it, it it was just this moment that you just had to laugh at. And I'm not sure if you were meant to take it seriously, if you, or you were meant to find Elvis an absolute sex symbol, like. Yeah. It's just kind of completely confusing and bewildering. Right, and you got um, the fucking old Tom Hanks being like, he was yeah. the forbidden fruit. <laughs> the for- What's the accent? <laughs> the forbidden fruit that <laughs> they all wanted to do. He was giving them feelings they didn't know they should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was watching the girl. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hannah, Hannah, give us give yeah, an impression. Uh, no, I don't yeah, to give an impression. No, it's not. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she'll have a few more. But, um, but yeah, so there was, uh, and look, probably not the most sanitary scene in the entire film. Uh, throwing your, 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 your light fairies up on the stage. Um, I thought when I watched it, I thought it was too stylized. I thought he was slurring. <laughs> oh, bro. I just have to swear that cocktail, bro. You haven't touched yours. You are going way too fast on it. Yeah. You're trying to get I it have done. to to get it done. <laughs> He's oh trying to God. finish it. But um, no, I thought it was a little over-stylized, personally. I thought it... He's watching bed. I know. This is not my social background, obviously. But as, as a guy watching it, it felt very demeaning no yeah. but i honestly think i think that like we us as humans think very wacky things like very wacky things like we we've had some weird thoughts in our hand i honestly think baz Luhrmann's like you know what we're just gonna take the most <laughs> wacky thing that these girls could possibly be thinking with this attractive male up on stage and just visualize it and honestly they want to throw their under throw their underwear bro i just mean t- i think i think there's Elements of truth in it, yeah, but absolutely. I don't know if that was how his first ever performance. Yeah, his first ever performance. No, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, there? I wasn't there, buddy. Were you there, exactly. buddy? I was there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crying. Um, yeah, no. Um, so we get this quite confronting um, display, and uh, 
And then the mum has has this whole like, don't hurt my boy and everything like that. And the mum and Elvis's relationship in this film is quite perfect. Yeah. Oh no, hang on. Hmm. We're talking yeah. about the mum. Yeah. You think the mum the mum's relationship is perfect? That certain scene. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I quote. I'm not even lying. You're my favorite girl, baby. No, you're my favorite girl, boy. To his mum. To his mum. We want to say it's a ton of the times, but we saw him have a little smooch with his sis as he left for Memphis. Yeah, so. yeah mate. I just, just keep so it within the family. Keep it within the family, apparently. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, what happens next? But after this performance, Tom Parker's interested and he wants to have Elvis as a... Interested, yeah. Interested. He wants to have Elvis as a side act to, to Hank Snow's performance. So Elvis ends up going to Memphis with them for their tour for Hank Snow. And this is where we get possibly the worst song choice in history. I love this film, but this actually ruined it down from a 10 to me. You'll find out rating later. But this this Doja Cat, like we actually listened to this song. This song got released a few days before the actual, uh, same with the Eminem one that was only in the credits. Um, mm. But this Doja Cat remix of Hound Dog was released a few days prior uh, Jacob and I were listening to it on Discord one night, absolutely vibing to it, thinking this is going to be a good film. We, we, this, I this think I, I know people didn't like it in the trailer. I actually liked it in the trailer. Yeah, the, yeah it was quite nice. And then it was in the film. <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah. was just so. Can you imagine? Okay, so the, the first. Well, the part, thing is, we're going through like Blues America, African American yeah. people were singing, and we get the original rendition of Hound Dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was originally sung by an African American lady, yeah. and we're, we're getting the original Hound Dog, and then it instantly and then it just switches Cat. to Doja Cat as Elvis is <laughs> riding through this nineteen, what is it, nineteen like twenties, fifties, fifties, fifties. No, because he died in eighty. Okay, it would have been fifties then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forget. We're not in the depression anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not like silent times. I didn't do well back, in history. Okay? <laughs> connecting back to that first performance, the um. He, he's he's going to like he's going to like the dorm area. He's going to like a college. It's got like a collegiate area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, it's, and it's, it's these, units. units. Yeah. Because th- these these three ladies on the on the ground, and meanwhile he's walking in slow motion to Doja Cat talking about her ass. Um, he's walking through, you know, got his got his guitar on, his jacket over his shoulder. And these three girls are, I don't know, having fun on the grass and ends up going up. And they stay out there and just stare at him. Can we appreciate <laughs> that? They <laughs> are They're out there all night. Like yeah. just waiting to get a pick a good old Elvis. I just, like, I, just yeah. I just I don't know, maybe it's me, but it felt like that's not that's obviously the the no, impression people that are weird. people are wild, they would do that. But at that time he was not well, that well known at that time. Not at that time. Especially no. not in Memphis. Yeah. But yeah, like, that's true. I just, I feel I've, like that's I, that's definitely some a moment where the, the Presleys were reading the script and they're like, yes, emphasize that. Yes. Emphasize the fact that everyone wanted to fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> The um, but I also I also think. But isn't that, that isn't that no? They're like people wanted to have sex with him yeah. as soon as he performed. <laughs> this is Priscilla. She's, yeah, she's there with the script going. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to. I mean, everyone wanted to. Um, but at the same time, I also do think that those three females were attracted to him purely by looks. I don't yeah. even think they knew. I honestly think. I don't think he's that attractive man. No, if you look. Elvis I don't think. Presley. I don't think. I don't think Austin. You think he's that attractive, bro? I'm as straight as they come, bro. And I, I respect that man. I'd rather a Gosling he, or a Hugh Jackman over a, over a okay, Austin not, Butler. Okay, maybe like Ryan Reynolds. 
But Ryan like, Reynolds, yeah, because yeah, I mean, everyone Jacob okay, will be removed from the podcast next episode. <laughs> uh, just because everyone else here wants to fuck Austin Butler doesn't mean I can't. Um, anyway, yeah. cl- actually, I was wrong. Clearly, clearly, <laughs> <had> the, <laughs> yeah, the effect on people ways people ways they wanted to fuck him. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Okay, anyway, what happens when he... <laughs> that's a clip, that's a clip, right? <laughs> Where Ben and Andrew want to fuck Elvis. Oh, anyway, next, next, we keep going, Jason. What'd you say, Anna? I said, oh, God. <laughs> Actually, Hannah, what's your view on Austin Butler? Yeah. Hey! I'm very you interested know. in what you're... I, I know, you your, know your, your view on Austin you. Butler. I think, because yeah. re-watching this film to write this thing up... Oh, I, I realize now it's like every time I watch a film, I'm like, man, like I could have a little crush on him. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's like okay. a mini Don't crush. Don't get jealous, bro. Elvis is dead, man. You're good. <laughs> Austin Butler's not no, Elvis. I got shit on Elvis. You got to shit on no, Elvis, man. But, but then like I see like behind the scenes, like photos of Austin yeah. Butler and I'm like, Whoop. he's got blonde hair in it right now. I know, that's why. Bro, like, but people are pay- taking the piss out of his accent. Because he, got Cause he so did method. Character. No, but the thing is, his accent isn't the same as what was in the film. He, he just talks like this. No, he yeah, just, okay, he's well, like, man. yeah, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, I really love you. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Like, he, he starts talking like that, and people are just like, you can't take this bloke seriously. <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about that. Uh, you keep going. I'll, I'll keep going. So, so after Doja Cat fucking ruins the film. Drop <laughs> 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 um, the nuclear bomb on the fucking process of the film. I think this cocktail might be a bit strong. <laughs> um, uh, we see Elvis uh, mingling with the African-American community. Obviously, everyone who knows Elvis in any kind of capacity knows that he took most of his music... In fact, I would say like mm. 99% of his music inspiration from and the blues yeah. and dancing from African-American culture and the African-American blues singing. But can you blame him? No, During but, that time he grew up in that. That's what I mean. No, but like, no, that I think that's where people have issue yeah. with it though. It's because the film doesn't tackle the fact that he literally just took songs verbatim. Yeah. And like, in fact, I would say they make it look like he was an idol to the African American community yeah. for like representing their culture. When in reality, I imagine a lot of African American people at the time would have felt looked a bit at, jaded. Yeah, look, looked at it as a white man playing their goddamn songs. And mm. uh, look, the film does show that Elvis did have a great relationship with, I can't think of his name, uh, King. James and, Brown or something? Uh, is it? B.B. No, King. B.B. King. King. Which is another James famous, Brown. famous blues player, um, which is true. Um, it's just like you also see him in a later scene listening to a famous song um, that he will record mm. later on. And he just goes... I reckon I might have a take at that, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, like, you never see them actually talk to each other, and I guarantee you, like, it, there's this real problem of they don't address the fact of mm. how did he get these songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so he, he, he is this where he goes back home? Yeah, uh, we, so he's now within Elvis' home with his parents. Uh, Gladys, Gladys Presley there, his mother. Is seen what, watching what a two... fucking name, Gladys. Hey, why are we dissing the Presleys, man? Like, oh um, dude, fuck the Presley, man. Oh <laughs> God, damn, okay. Anyway, uh, Gladys is seen watching two young women standing on her front lawn provoking Gladys. We spoke about that. Yeah. Elvis and Gladys are arguing about Elvis going away for a few days. I, li- I really like this because it humanised Elvis. It, it really like brought him back it also made him say to his mother you're my favourite girl baby <laughs> yeah but like you're my favourite girl I'll never leave you baby I think yeah uh, <laughs> that was a good this, impression thank you I'm not gonna baby. lie this scene was a quite 
awkward in how these characters Elvis being such a flamboyant and huge mm. like figure in this household stop shaking the drink, oh, um, drink. and uh, uh like you see literally he's wearing a pink suit he, no, he no, stands not, not the, the heck out yeah he's still What's wearing it? the pink suit i, I would you, i would actually disagree with that what statement do you mean by he's flamboyant in the household he's humanizing it he's no, i'm meaning in his, he's yeah he, uh, in flamboyant his taste i think later his... on it, it's a more of a juxtaposition because Damn. i'm just i'm going to interrupt you because i think you're wrong yeah. <laughs> cool. I, I agree. because i think in this moment he's human it shows later on he become his stage persona becomes his personal life Absolutely. persona, yep. but at this moment he has two personalities. He's, anyway, he, yeah. you keep going. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you, mate. Sorry, but you're wrong. You got a really good job, buddy. Cheers. Now, uh, see, these fuckers are wrong. Um, <laughs> now, he's such he's or still wearing these clothes and everything like that. He's talking to his mum. He talks in his mum in such a strangely loving way um, to a high extent. Um, and of course we see him smooch his own sister. Um, so, and and of course like the father, um, the father takes such a back seat in this movie. Like genuinely. It's so weird though. He's not even a back seat. He's up in the, like the blood, like the nosebleeders. Like he's gone. It it is weird. No, but it's, it's weird because he does take a back seat, but he's also always on screen. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't have a presence at all in the movie, but he's always on screen. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, you didn't even realize this, do yeah, you? No, but I, you don't realize because he's always on oh screen, but he has God. no relationship with Elvis oh, at all. He has no relationship. Like even when Elvis is at this dining table eating, they barely talk. Like, yeah, they have no communication. Like he is nose deep in a newspaper. Like he is. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Elvis goes on Nothing tour. Nothing is wrong with this movie. I no. think now looking back at it, like if I rewatched this, this would have been the part that I probably wouldn't have enjoyed uh, necessarily. Just the montage of them on tour. I just, I mean, it's good to tell time. Good to skip time. They do a lot of montages. In this Huge yeah. montages in this. Um, montage of Elvis becoming famous, showing the contrast to his show and the Hank show's performance. Basically, there's uh, there's a great shot. They are in a carnival tent and has Elvis like performing. He's doing hound dog. He's, he's going off. It was the first time he performed hound dog. True. Absolutely incredible. And then it goes to Hank Snow and him going, I love when Come with me. Right. And yeah, then the, crowd is, the crowd is just like seated with their hands in their laps yeah. as this man's playing. They're and clearly then, waiting for Elvis. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then when Elvis does go up, this singer, this this uh, very Christian, um, classical, American tradition singer um, just goes, I can't stand for this. Yeah. This is this is disrespectful to the eyes or something or other. Yeah. Um, and then we have we have good old Tom Parker. Basically, H- Hank Snow's jealous. He's like, "Oh, this kid's no good for good for this tour. I want him off, Tom. Mm. I want him off." Tom then gets bloody Elvis and said, "Hey, look, mate, maybe up at the Ferris wheel, have a little cute little spin around." <laughs> Uh, so dra- dra- so dramatized, bro. You know, you know. In reality, t- Tom Parker was just, just pulled him out of the back in the yeah, green room. He's yeah, like, "Listen here, dickhead. Do you want to make money? Do you want to make money? So do I. Yeah, so do I. I'm gonna take all of yours. Um, so pretty much, yeah. He, he says, um, "He's turned to talk." It's about the plot points, bro. Oh, well, we hurry up. Yeah, hurries up. Yeah, yeah you're in third oh, section. Oh, God, right? what the... Hurry up, buddy. Come on. Uh, Parker and Elvis go to the top of the Ferris wheel. Yeah, so they have yep. this little date. It's quite cute. Um, and then we see Tom Parker in a room with Elvis Presley and his parents. They're signing the contract. This is such a this curse is scene. This is big. Yeah. Because... You literally see Elvis take the hand of his mother and force it. Well, yeah. it's kind well, of weird that Elvis's contract has to be signed by his mum and dad. Mm. How old? I want to know how old... Elvis Presley was at this point. He would have been... 35. He was... Uh, 1935 was born. 
So he would have been. It was. Well, I wonder if it was he, was he class. younger than eighteen. Oh, I would I would, have, I would guess seventeen. Oh, honestly, oh, it sorry, would. Fine, it, sorry, mate. He would run the on the verge of being adult because he had to get permission from both his mum and dad, right? Mm. And then Tom Tom Parker like sells it to the dad by being like, "You'd be CEO, I like how he sells financial, it to the dad. was it?" Presley Enterprise. He's so close to his mum, but then sell, sells the idea of being the uh, the financial advisor or the business manager to the dad. Yeah, mm. it's, that's it's the a only weird way call. The dad's involved. No, well, clearly he's that time he's, period, unfortunately. Yeah, that I would say that's accurate. Representation of the time period. So yeah, he was born in thirty-five. Damn, correct on that. So signing. <laughs> With oh, RS, research. What was the RSS recording? It was signing contracts. You can edit this, right? Yeah. No. No. We keep it going. When, this is authentic. When um, did? <laughs> keep, buddy, it's your time to talk, man. Yeah, it's your time. All right. Well, yeah. Nineteen fifty-six. No. So he was twenty-three. Twenty. 20. Hang on. Oh. Thirty-five. <laughs> Uh, 21, he was 21. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's interesting then that he had to get permission from his... I wonder if... But that is legal age in America, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it is interesting to me. Age. Elvis is now recording... Uh, is in the recording booth. He's told to stop moving, but he keeps moving while he's singing. And um, uh, again, really showing that he's got this uh, real style to himself. Um, apparently from his mum, a God-given talent, despite the fact of the... Uh, Result it has on women, apparently. Um, very God just weird. really wants him to get fucked, bro. Yeah. God's not really, <laughs> given, God's really into this man getting laid. God, yeah. uh, we then see a montage of Elvis um, getting more popular. He was winning gold records and brought a pink um, car, uh, uh, pink. Uh, is this yeah, Cadillac? Is Cadillac, that's it. Which he kept promising to his mum. Is this the first time we? Get introduced to Graceland. It is. Yes. Yeah. So, so, we, so we witnessed the house that he <laughs> buys his parents. And uh, sorry, am I talking over you, Jacob? No, 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 no never. No, you know it. But yeah, no, we see this huge house. He's got all his friends around. There's multiple vehicles out the front. Um, they got like some little doom car. Say, every shot of Graceland has a, a more advanced dune buggy out the front yeah, so they start like, off with this hell? little, little go-kart and then by the end they've got like a fully automated car it shows like the progression of like civilization <laughs> i like the idea of Baz Luhrmann going to his production team and being like i want to show the time difference i want to make this this go-kart yeah. use a motor i want a v8 engine on this go-kart here's australian by the way he's not a I want a V8 engine on this. <laughs> I want a V8. Look, I, I don't know if they have Holdens. I want a I want a V8 engine on this go kart. Fucking oh, this ain't a knife. <laughs> we promise this. we're not racist to ourselves. We're Australian. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, of course, uh, this is when Tom Hanks, uh, Tom Parker, steps in, and he's marketizing the crap out of Elvis. This is one of the first ever singers to have such huge chain of merchandise and um for, and one of the things that his mum notices is one of these pins that says i hate elvis and yep. tom parker is trying to uh trying to captivate and um, make money off even the people that don't even like elvis and Smart. it's a really good moment where you see the beginning of the end oh yep. yes oh, and it's so early on i i do love Love that part. Because you think about it, if he was 21 when he signed, he literally was famous for 20 years. Yeah. For, for a famous person nowadays, 20 years is nothing. Yeah. Sorry. Think yeah. about like Brad Pitt or Meryl Streep or those, those big famous actors that have been performing, like acting now for like he 30. Ch- he chose any male actor who said Brad Pitt. 
For 30 years? He's been going for more than 30. Has he? Yeah. What is it like? Oh, 94 is that? Well, it's, we're 2022. Oh, we are too. Jeez Louise. Yeah. He has been acting for a while. He's been acting for... What I'm saying is 20 years <laughs> is not a long time. Yeah. Especially like a lot of us, I just turned 20. That's, that's my entire lifetime. It doesn't feel like a long time. You're old, yeah. You, you, three, you two are both 20. Andrew I'm and I are both 19. Yeah. So we're bloody here, teenage. We're talking with 20 year olds here. Yeah. Um, God. I mean, giving us alcohol. What the hell oh, is no. wrong But think about what you've achieved in your lifetime right now, which is fucking nothing. <laughs> I mean, I started a podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> but like, 20 years is not a long time. And it's kind of wild that he only really was famous for about 20 years. Yeah. Um,. So it is. It is very much a showing at the end. Um, mm. Already so early on, and of course, again, we witnessed Tom Hanks do this. We will, we will even make money off the people who hate your son. Yeah. What is your um, microphone technique? <laughs> Why is he doing you this? Take your microphones up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So we, we're introduced to that. Um, we then see Elvis and BB King. Um, uh, uh, not, not, yeah. They're, they're gone uh, again with a hound dog with the release of that. Yep. Um, then we meet uh, Senator Jim. Now this is the first introduction to the chaos of the 1950s and 1950s and 60s America, and that's the unfortunate race issue um, that's t- uh, happening at the moment around the South of America. You said political, but I think it it, it really is racial. Can you think of any other political? Well, moments? in terms of in terms of the sexist sort of thing as well. But uh, that's not something that's discussed in the film. Well, mm. I mean, he. Well, no, nothing's really discussed that wasn't like. Obviously, this is based on a true story. Yeah. So I think the fact that um, the dad was assigned business manager to the fact that how close Elvis and the mother is, like nowadays, the mum would be the business manager mm. nowadays. But again, they don't dare to address address that. But that's not. No, re- they don't. They, but they don't address him stealing black music either. Well, they do. Yeah. Well, they don't, well, they, they don't say he's they stealing. Don't, black they don't music. say he's stealing, but they literally address black music in the fact that the senators are like, "We don't want Elvis to be doing these dances because they're African American oh, yeah. dances." Yeah. No, it's not as emphasised as, as the racial issues. No, I agree. I think they're underlying, but I think yeah. race is the first and foremost the main political issue yeah. in this film. Well, yeah, he was the most popular man in the world during that time. Mm. So it, may, it, may, it does make sense. Um, yeah, you want to keep telling us about this? Yeah, Senate please. Yeah. Um, now, Senator Jim witnesses Elvis dancing on the TV. Uh, now, this is one of the moments that I had the most frustration with. Um, and I, I want to get your opinion on it. Is not only do we see this girl literally drooling yeah, as she's watching well. the that's yeah, and then we see this boy have this fucking awakening, um, <laughs> realization of <laughs> holy shit! I thought it was so cheap. I thought it was so poorly done. I don't know what you're talking about. The Jim's son is like full on Jim having a gay oh, crisis. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's him singing. Yeah. I was too busy on that girl, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, it's Pride Month as well. But anyway, so he witnesses this and that boy from Memphis. Moving in like that, goddamn, and he says the N word. Um, oh, he actually doesn't say. It. He doesn't no, say. He doesn't it say cuts off. Yeah, hey, that's off. right. It cuts yeah. off. Oh, good boy, Baz. Um, <laughs> 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 
um, one one racial issue at a time. <laughs> and then, of course, we see the uh, public outlash there is towards Elvis um, from the press, from um, authority figures, um, famously coining the term Elvis pelvis, um, <laughs> which was just kind of weird. Um, no, what what is what does uh, Elvis actually say? That's the most childish thing I've ever heard come from an adult. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all of our Elvis impressions are so shit. So different as well. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much. Compare to Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann's like, oh, we can't say the N word. Tarantino's like, yes, every single <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Feet <laughs> and the N word. Can we yeah. have both in the same shot? <laughs> anyway, keep going, buddy. You're doing a good job. <laughs> um, and then, uh, of course, so they attempt to try and cancel Elvis. Um, they're, they're pulling him off TV uh, mm. and they make, uh, they're trying to make him do certain things. And one of them is that the Hound Dog song, they try and make him do Hound Dog to an actual dog. They see him singing to a dog. He's in a full um, uh, tuxedo with tails. Uh, he's like, I don't wear no tails. Um, and uh, then we get into probably one of my favourite scenes. It's um, my favourite scene. Which one? Which one? Mm. What, what, Hannah, you want to go through the scene? It's your turn. Oh, I forgot what I wrote. <laughs> it's um, written for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank God no, we printed I'm, it off. Sorry, sorry. I just don't want to be like, and eh, this is what I wrote. Um, so to jog my memory, um, El- Elvis, Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. <laughs> sorry. Reading in front of the class during your essay. I'm actually Elvis. so nervous. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm reading in front of the class. All right, so he has an argument with his mother in Graceland. Um, this is right after basically he's been told if you're going to perform, you yeah. have to perform. By the way, what? first sort of showing of um, Elvis's mum's alcoholism. Yeah. But she was uh, holding Pepsi's, mm-hmm. wasn't she? She was drinking an alcoholic drink, but she was holding Pepsi's. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, lot of Coke of and Pepsi. So in much <laughs> advertisement in this film. So <laughs> much. But I did notice in the archive footage, he did have a lot of Coke oh, branding he, yeah, around him. He was not healthy. Anyway, we, we're, we're getting distracted again. Um, so this is right after basically he's been told, if you're going to perform, you have to not do your sexual mm. dance moves. Otherwise, we will arrest you and put you in prison. Like That's major and so this is when he has this conversation with his mother. Um, well, I don't remember that part in this argument, but... Um, Maybe it was that. <laughs> Are you I heard that. No, I just thought the argument was about um, just Elvis. He's just, she's so worried about him just because he's like, anyway, so having an argument, you guys can go in depth. I'm just going to brush over it. Um, and it, it causes Elvis to realize, oh, like he lashes out and the mother like, oh, I just feel like you don't appreciate, well, not appreciate me, blah, blah, blah. You just, yeah. Anyway. No, you guys do it. No, you got it. No, you, you got, got it. it. You got it. You got it. What, what happens? What is, what is the scene? I'm just breathing. BB King. How about this? This, this scene with BB King is really good. How about you, you talk about this one? Yeah, so yeah this is when he runs, he runs away that. from Graceland. Yeah, I was yeah. going to go I into that. I don't remember. What, what was the reason why he ran away? It's because he, he was th- frustrated. He was just angry and he wanted to go back to his, to his place of back inspiration. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like as he's leaving... All the girls, like, there, there's, like, riots outside of his house. We want mm. the old Elvis back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is right after he's done his performance in his little penguin suit. <laughs> yeah, and, Tiles, and yeah. he's angry, and he's, like, punching the radio, and all you could hear is this Elvis on every yep. state mm-hmm. and station. He can't escape it. Brilliant. And, um, yeah, so it's driving off. It's really cool. You have this, like, 
moment where he's driving through the street and the lights are on the dashboard. You can see it like the front window. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So he drives to BB King's mini concert where he gets some help from him. Um, and a quote is, they're not going to put you in jail. Too many people are making too much money on you oh, to put you in so jail. So good. Such a smart line. Well, he actually says before they, they put a person like me in jail for less yeah mm-hmm. but they ain't gonna put a famous white boy in jail mm-hmm. yeah, that too many people they'll put me across they'll put me in jail for walking across the street yeah yeah yes. they're not gonna touch you, you know, when too many people are making money off i you. wish mm-hmm. there were more moments like that this was in so the film. good every mm-hmm. scene with bb king was just so good yeah just um, so good yeah no that that was your favorite part you've got the famous song of um boogie woogie playing in the background i will say does he does he fulfill the stereotype of the, of the token black friend in movies? I'm not going to lie. He looks so awkward in that bar. He's like, yeah, no, this is great. Mm, good music. Like he's walking around like, yeah, like not in his head. Like he does not know is, what he's doing. There is a ho- Hollywood stereotype of having this token black character to progress the white yeah, the white person is joy. And then Baby King would, comes in and like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. I would say he fulfills that stereotype. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, it's would you disagree? No, I, I just, I just really loved every scene he was in. No, yeah, I think, I think he was awesome. great. But does yeah. he do more than just give advice? Mm. No, not really. <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah. Um, we keep going though. He was a very well acted. Mm. We'll say that. Yeah, very good. Very well acted, and even though. I think he was limited by the script in terms of his role. In mm. The moments he was in, he was very impactful Absolutely. in the audience. And I think that's a way that it disguises the fact that he didn't really do anything else in the script mm. other than give advice. All right, huh? number two. Oh, well, I don't know if Jacob should describe the scene because this is his favorite scene. Jacob, right. Jacob I, I might do the scene yeah. and then I'll let you do the, the rest. <laughs> but this is my favorite scene in the entire Jacob, movie. Jacob did like this scene a lot. <laughs> this one and then I had another moment with... Which Ben also likes, which are my two favorite moments of script. But up to this Get point, your this own is a moment, bro. Fucking, like, we can share moments. No, we bro. can't. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you two can have a moment That's if you cute. need it. Like. <laughs> I would say for an audience of older people, talk to my grandpa. This is also the moment where they kind of switch on and they start getting mm-hmm. the editing slows down. Yep. Yes, significantly at this point. You go, yeah. It's the moment from the trailer where he's like. Don't you even wiggle a finger up there? And he's like, so much as a wiggle a finger. Some people, some people telling me what I can and can't do. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say at the end, you gotta listen to yourself. Don't know how wiggle my finger. (laughs) And the photographs, yeah. To translate their drunken rambling, um, so he's told by a police officer, if you so ever wiggle a finger, uh, we'll throw you in cups. You'll, have, you'll be pulled off that stage. Mm-hmm. And so he goes upstage, of course says, uh, I'm going to be myself, wiggles his finger, and gives one freaking hell of a performance. It's Ooh, yeah. an absolute joy to it's watch. It's actually my favourite performance of him. Second, second, look, it's my favourite performance. Very, it's very my favourite great Austin Butler performance. Would you say it's not your... Nah, his final performance where they change him to make him look like the archive footage and huh. that song at the end, the chill... I feel like that, that one emphasises the actual over <laughs> yeah. Elvis over Austin. I'm saying for Austin Butler's actual performance. Well, think, you know he was... Like, I know he was at the very start. Them to majority, <laughs> yeah, the, the I, I hope this is listenable. <laughs> yeah, the majority... I'm, I'm just trying to think because the majority of it was sung by Austin Butler. I'm just thinking whether or not the final scene was mostly Austin Butler singing? No. It, they cut? showed it at the very start of the scene and, and then, then it, it just goes to yeah. archive footage. But I, I still think that 
no matter what, we listened to it after we watched the film as well. That final song, I forgot what it's called. You might know it's your favorite oh, one. Fuck. Um, that final song with like intercut with archive footage, you just feel something. And if you watch that video of him on stage struggling to breathe, but he can just bounce the song. Unchained melody. Unchained mel- melody. Unchained melody. Unchained melody. That literally, you just feel something. That is a song, a historic song, where you just feel something. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go over yeah, when we get go. to it. Yep. But that definitely is a- to reverse the gun that these two have set off. Um, we'll go back to the scene. Thank that we're you. Meant to be but anyway, so basically, he says a lot of people have been saying a lot of things, but in the end, you got to listen to yourself. And he. Wheels his little pinky, very metaphorical, very this on the, the nose. Third time Baz. He's done this. Baz, very on the nose, Baz. I doubt he wiggled his pinky <laughs> in real life. He did. He wiggled did his pinky. Did you not know about yeah. that? He did wiggled, he wiggle his pinky? That in was the thing he did. He wiggled his pinky. Yeah, that was the whole. Did Baz, you know that? Baz, you're a good man. You know, yeah. No, did you not know that? I didn't know that. Wow. Oh, did you know that going to the? Yeah. That's, that's wow. So you didn't know about the whole wiggle okay. thing. One thing I want to talk about is... Yes, sir, Andrew? What you <laughs> I was going to be like, that's very stylized, but no, if you actually did that... Did, yeah. Um, but uh, one, uh, one thing I want to address is, so while this performance is happening, um, Senator Jim is having a yes. far-right um, uh, rally. rally. Anti-black. The thing is, um, the cinematography is very stylized mm. in this film, and you realise very quick when you watch this scene, the kind of... Uh, Quick relation, uh, like a kind of reflection. Calm down. Um, of uh, of uh, uh, mother here. Yeah. Of uh, this sort of group and a far right anti, um, uh, sorry, for segregation group and yep. uh, Nazi cinematography. Yes. Uh, yes. That the flags, the the um, the rebel flag is almost shown exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, we are an extreme. apolitical group. But we do say no to Nazis. <laughs> yeah, Nazis Nazi, weren't we that good. We put down, we put down at Nazis. <laughs> weren't that good. Nazis bad. <laughs> no, no. We don't like it. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, yeah. So in a, in a cut with this, um, great, great visuals. Yeah, very, very Nazi. Do they uh, do? Cinematography like. Sorry, I didn't. I know I'm interrupting everyone. Yeah, that's this. right. We used to. Um, do they do black and white for when they go to the rally and then they go back to colour? No, no, the same colour. What, the, what happens is with the photos, yeah, they the sh- photo. stylized photos. Yep. Of, the, um, and of course, they've um, actually segregated the crowd. Um, yes. So half the crowd is just one Colours. side is for coloured and the other yep. side is for white. Um, and uh, you you see as he's playing, uh, they desegregate. The mm. crowd forms together. The police try and break it up. There's some extreme police brutality. I just um, kind of had a realisation. You're having a Ben metaphor no, moment? No, just like, <laughs> if you think about it, the entire last half of this film where he's playing at the International like hotel mm. in Las Vegas, he's just playing for a white audience. Yeah, oh, absolutely. This is, almost, this is almost his last time that he plays for yep. an African American audience. Damn. Yeah. Damn, that's a good realization. Jesus, good yeah, work, good work. Yeah. Anyway, so and this is he starts a riot. They, uh, yeah, well, that uh, and, and this is one of the uh, actually it is a beautiful, beautifully the best filmed performance. Oh yeah, because Ooh, the yeah. shot of him on the ground, which they showed in the fucking trailer the shot of him on the ground yelling into the mic mm. is sweating so bullets you got the girls shaking violently yeah, they, had the, they had the security guys are uh, like lock arms and these girls do they when they want this guy <laughs> they are gonna get this man they, they were ready to rip police their, officers uh, apart they had their underwear <laughs> off they had their they had their arms reaching out 
He was he was reaching out. <laughs> Nails to turned to claws. Yeah. Like they were gouging eyes. They were murdering people. Quick. It was brilliant. And then he gets taken. It was taken off stage. Uh, beautiful shot. Taken ripped off stage. Put in the back I of the police really, car. So there's a famous photo out there of um, Elvis's mugshot, and I really really wish they recreated <laughs> oh, it. Yeah. They did. They did recreate the mugshot. But yeah, it was it, yeah. it was very rushed though. Oh, it wasn't like yeah. they should have they should have the they should have taken the photo and then shown the archive. Oh, that would have been photo. such a cool split. Anyway, I'm pretty yeah. Hungry Jacks in Ballarat. I'm pretty sure they got like yeah they have a bunch of like Elvis photos up on the other Hungry Jacks. <laughs> you guys have that here. Do you know, like, That's our yeah. next podcast right. location. <laughs> Let's go to Ballarat. Fucking mocking Ballarat. Do you have do you guys have like in your Hungry Jacks here? Do you have like up on the wall like rock stars and no no really that's that's what like these. Sort of posters. Not, not no, no, no. I'll, t- I'll go to the Hungry Jacks tomorrow purely to take photos. <laughs> just for the podcast? Just, no, just, just to show. I'll actually show a photo. If I remember to go there, I'm actually going to show a photo. They've got Elvis <laughs> photos. Like, just like printed out, framed Elvis photos. Got, like, you know, old... we're drunk if we're talking about fucking Ballarat <laughs> Hungry Jacks. <laughs> it is the I'm worst part drunk, of Ballarat. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so oh, this time. is back to me, actually, now. Come um, on, oh, Hannah, we, we literally skipped Hannah. Because we're like, Jacob should say this section. And oh, then we oh, skipped. there's only two points for that. Okay, yeah, okay, go on. Because there's two boys at the back, shut Compared yeah, to the last podcast, I'm, I'm literally, like, not even tipsy. I'm yes, just maybe tired. she drinks it more then, huh? Yeah, I'm trying. Well, it's pretty easy to drink. It, just, it goes down the throat, <laughs> down the gob. Look at your cocktail. You got heaps of your cocktail. I'm not touching that. Every Excuse time I touch, if you look back you at this, Jacob every time I touch cocktails. it, I'm like, you got to take a big chug and then yeah, drink the cider after. This is for the YouTube viewers. It's great. Only. If you, guys, this, this cocktail is great. This is for no, the YouTube viewers only. We're gonna witness Hannah chugging this real quick. Have a look. Yeah, let's have a look. No, no, we're not. No peer pressure. This is how I'm gonna throw up again. The the next twenty minutes kind of took a bit of a turn. And uh, we won't be showing that. It's a lot of drunk moments. So uh, hopefully you enjoy the next like hour and a half. Uh, but we'll get back into it. All We're right. sober again. Hannah, do you want to get us going? So um, we are now probably not halfway into the film, actually. So that is incorrect. Havis um, has been sent to Germany for two years. And all this just because he labeled a finger. And his hips. No, he's 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 cool. like, yeah. yeah, he wiggled a lot. Um, Actually, we saw a lot of wiggle. Yeah, there's a lot of like tension in the and pants. Lots of like the. You know how they always talk about like the male gaze in film. This time it was the female gaze. Like lots of shots of his ass and the front yeah. of his crotch as well. Even though you couldn't really see anything, if that makes sense. Oh, I saw enough. There was something wiggling in there. Leaves we, the imagination. Oh Austin's packing, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Austin. <laughs> Sorry, Austin. If you're listening to this, we didn't mean to comment on your crunch <laughs> size. Like, oh, yeah. It was an accident, man. We didn't mean it. Tag him on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, so Elvis needs to go to Germany for two years or else he'll be sent to jail and... Like, they even, um, Tom Parker even goes into the fact that the police are digging into, I can't remember his dad, dad's name, Ver- Vermin? Vermin? Vermin, yeah. I think it's Vermin Presley, right? Yeah, Vermin Presley. Presley. Yeah, they dig into, they, what they, they were thinking of digging into his background, where apparently he's also had a very, like, big past with the, the jail the and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. They, they did talk about that earlier, right? When yeah. they were like, mm. that's the reason Elvis wanted to be so big is because yep. when his dad was in jail, they couldn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, his mm. criminal record was keeping his father from having a job, basically. Yeah, definitely. Was he in jail for like... 
financial stuff? Yeah. No, uh, sure. Debt evasion? I think that was the irony of him being the business manager as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. Debt evasion. Tax evasion. Tax evasion. That's what he was doing. Tax evasion. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no my God. No one's going to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so it's either Elvis goes to jail and he has all these news reports about, um, oh, like, um, Vermin's, I don't know how to say his name, Vernon's son becomes blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um, or he goes to Germany for two years to fight in the war. Um, uh, anyway. Cold, 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 cold war. war, sorry. Cold. No killing of Russians were involved. <laughs> I don't know much <laughs> about the wars. Elvis <laughs> um, is a wanted war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> But um, he sang Hound Dog and all the Russian soldiers just started dying, dude. <laughs> he starts thrusting the hips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he really Elvis was signaling the artillery. <laughs> <laughs> air strike there! Air strike there! <laughs> smoke in the air! Smoke in the air! <laughs> Top Gun fans, where are we at? I like the idea of when Tom Parker has the narration, he's like, This is the moment when Elvis the man died and became Elvis the god. (laughs) It's it's really, it's the moment when Elvis fucking starts sending airstrikes with his hips. Alright. So, he goes to jail and... What, sorry, no. <laughs> That's in another universe. <laughs> the universe where he never stopped thrusting, bro. <laughs> Elvis multiverse. <laughs> Elvis versus of madness. Still better than Doctor Strange. No. <laughs> um, so, um, before Elvis goes to Germany, actually, um, Tom Parker, I will promise you. Riches, you will be a famous movie star um, when you come back. And Great impression, babe. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I, 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 my mind went Russian, but I was like, nope, not Russian. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know where it went. Anyway, um, so he goes to Germany. Fuck, sorry. He goes to the microphone. He goes to Germany, and we're still confused on this timeline. But he's... What the fuck? <laughs> it is a bit confusing. Just Andrew, just, Andrew just did a massive burp. <laughs> just burping in the background. I did hear it. Did you go... What? Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm dragging this out. No, 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 you're good. doing fine. <laughs> We're just the ones that are fucking drunk idiots. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm getting there. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Still confused about the um, timeline of this scene, but there's he gets sent to Germany, and then it's Tom Parker narrating what his parents were like when he was gone. We, we're not quite sure what his dad was like at all because they went straight into um, what's her name? The mother's the mother's name. Um, uh, Gl- I wrote it. Yeah, Gladys. 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 Gladys Presley. Nice. Yeah. G-dog. Gladys. G-dog. <laughs> goes straight into it taps into like we've gotten hints that like we've said before that gladys is an alcohol alcoholic sorry so it taps back into that (laughs) when elvis is gone um and he narrates um while elvis was away gladys presley worried and drank 
and worried and drank some more um, until she passes away. I'm not sure if it was a mix of stress and alcohol or if it was just the alcohol. Well, I think the stress informed the alcohol, but like to to drink yourself to death within yeah. two years, you've got to drink a lot yeah. of yeah. alcohol. I mean, they had a lot of money, man. Uh, it's a good Friday and night then, to me. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Every podcast episode, we got a, we got we got the CPR machine ready. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ben, back to life. One more episode to do. <laughs> The, come on, it's the title come on, man we're filming men it's the title of the film Ben dies for two minutes <laughs> his heartbeat stops anyway um, it's on the behind the scenes on the YouTube channel <laughs> if you're a member <laughs> we're starting our membership at 15 subscribers um it's but like so, we don't even know if it was two years. Like yeah. if we go to that timeline, yeah, he's on uh, he's on leave to, yeah. to go see his mother when the mother passes away. So this yeah. could have happened whenever in the movie. Like half a year, six mm. months. Anyway, um, so she passes away, and all of a sudden he's just back. He's back at home, um, and um, he's mourning the death of the mother with a bunch of random people. Tom Parker and his father um, and Elvis is just bawling his eyes out. He's huddled in a corner of this um, wardrobe that was his mother's and holding her clothes, just sobbing. And it's um, bit weird, but okay. Well, it's not too <laughs> weird. I'd be like that. I, I, I didn't cry, but I was like that. And I was like, damn. He's really solid. <laughs> it was a, it was a really He's good having scene. a real hard time. Like, yeah. you like this scene, didn't you, Ben? Like, yeah. The, no, because you look at it from Elvis' point of view, and God, Austin, Austin can cry. Austin, oh, Austin, can cry. oh yeah, he has like a, he really has a belts good, it out. Good ball. Yeah. Yeah. I think as much as we're all very different on this film, we all agree that Austin Butler did a oh, very well, better than we thought. Absolutely, mm. and it's literally what Priscilla said to him in real life. If you, there's an interview with Jimmy Fallon, Fallon, yeah, the, best, oh, the better yeah. Jimmy. Um, with with um, with with Austin Butler, and he said that uh, one month after being cast, he went to Graceland and met Priscilla, and Priscilla said, "You've got big shoes to fill." Mm. And like he's like, "Yeah, nah, shit." Like it's uh, yeah, the, no king, shit, the king of rock and roll. <laughs> um, but you have to tell me. Yeah. That. <laughs> and, um, but no, I, th- I think it was probably arguably the biggest role of any celebrity mm. you could almost say of all time in terms of like a modern day like you've got like you know Kangas Khan all these people that are like respected centuries ago but mm. in terms of like a modern sort of um, hero in people's eyes I think Elvis definitely Cultural was the biggest icon yeah, a yeah. pop icon yeah yeah, yeah. So, so, so as, we, as we said earlier like the first real international name yeah mm. yeah like how, can you think of anyone earlier than Elvis that you can really like that you just know Someone with a really small mustache. I was literally thinking about that. I literally thought about that. Wait, what a celebrity. Oh, well, what a celebrity. Oh, he liked to point to the roof. I loved his um, singing, dude. <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, but that, that, was, that was where my mind went. As soon as you said before that, I'm thinking pre-1950s, you're like, anyone that was like, internationally known, I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> wait till he hears about him. In terms um, of celebrity, in terms of celebrity, I feel like Elvis was the first big international celebrity. Yes. Like, I knew Elvis before I heard Elvis. Absolutely. You know Elvis before you even hear him, or you hear him and know... Yeah, you, you hear him and know who that is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So he, he, he's having a good cry, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's crying and 
Tom Parker comes in. It's like, oh, you just yeah, you gotta pull yourself together. These, this, this, the, the um, what do you call them? The press outside. They yep. wanna like interview that you. They wanna see you. And he's like, but I can't. I can't. And so Tom Parker kind of becomes this the missing parental figure that yep. he's now missing. Yeah. Missing. And he's just like, oh. I don't know what he says. This is just me. This making is up everything shit. that your mother did for you. I will do for you now. Yeah, which is kind of exactly. Weird. Really yeah. weird. Yeah, especially really weird. since he was like, "You're my favorite girl, baby." Oh, to your mother, everything. Yeah, what did Elvis do to Tom Hanks? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're my favorite Tom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yikes! Uh, <laughs> Pride Month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, and again, a demonstration of this character absolutely manipulating the shit out of Elvis. Um, But yeah, Jesus. Isn't it? It's another moment because we had that moment earlier when, what was that moment when he made the mother sign the documents? I'm good. That was a moment where you could see, there's a few moments in this film where you can clearly identify as turning points in which Elvis makes a decision that negative, negatively affects his life in the future. Yeah. yeah. And this is another one. But I think the main reason it does this is because this is told from Tom's point of view, this film. Absolutely. Because yeah. if you, if we saw this from Elvis' point of view, we, and, and obviously it's based on true stories, so we, we didn't know, but an older audience would know that Tom Park is evil. If you watch this film from Elvis' point of view, Tom would be perceived as someone you can trust, which is we still see Elvis going. No, I, tr- I trust him. You know, mm. I, I believe in him. I, and, I yeah, you yeah. definitely had like suspicion in that yeah. moment. You were like, whoa, 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 okay, yeah. but like, but still. I think because it's told from told from Tom's point of view, and oh, he starts yeah. off by saying, like, which is literally really the opening smart. scene. Yeah, literally the opening scene is him saying he needs to go on that stage. No matter what, he needs to go to the stage and say, I didn't kill Elvis. We can tell this from his point of view and whatever he, he did. Killed Elvis. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, it's yeah. clearly... And it's from his mm. point of view. Um, yeah, that's an interesting yeah. thing. Would you say that was a decision made by the Presleys? Ooh. That they wanted Tom Ooh. Parker Tom's shown dead now. negatively. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Because Tom's dead now. No one... No one, no one cause because they didn't know about Tom. We, like, did, we, we talked about yeah, how the Tom Presleys... Tom doesn't even have a family. Like, yeah, he, I mean, he, yeah. he has a Dutch, uh, Dutch well, Tom's accent. Tom's not even his fucking name. Yeah. 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 He, 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 he's yeah, a complete alien in the United States. And hmm. so... But again, they they don't really address it I super do, much. I do wonder... Because obviously we talked yeah. about earlier that the Presleys definitely had a conversations with the screenwriters being like... You cut that out. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much now they're like, like shit on Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they were like wow. emphasize that Tom Parker was a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, he was. I mean, the film shows us he was. And I mean, what we know in real life mm. he was. But I wonder whether that was emphasized by... Because these kind of things are so heavily informed by relatives. Mm. Like you think of Rocket Man. Yep. That entire film was watched over... By uh, Elton John. Mm. Yep. I've just got to say too, we've got to remember it's not just families. This is companies yeah. that would yeah, have it's a business. huge yeah. sway it's, in in writing this film. I think now it's mainly Lisa Marie who has the biggest say as mm. his daughter. I think she has the biggest say in what is said about her father. Mm. Um, obviously, she has had a very very rough life herself, like with her kids. Obviously, one of her uh, I forgot his name, but one of the, one of the kids. Um, 
committed suicide uh, last oh, year. Sorry, before. Oh my god! Um, I, I, the thing is, like, even then, I didn't know much about Elvis, but they're like, and the sad thing is, they labelled him Elvis's grandchild. Like, they didn't say his name. They oh. said Elvis's grandchild killed himself. Obviously, they wanted clicks. They wanted whatnot. But yeah, like he, I don't know if it was because of what's happened in his life. Obviously, he's got such an incredible wealth now. Um, passed on from Lisa Marie, but would you would you say Lisa Marie has more say than Priscilla? Yeah, in this, yeah, hundred percent. I th- I think a hundred percent because I don't think she wanted to relive everything necessarily, but I still think Lisa Marie is mature enough now to understand everything that's happened. Um, Lisa Marie didn't really live through like think no, about she it. Didn't when the last time we see her as a child in the, the movie, toddler, pretty much. Oh, thank is, you. Yeah, like four or five. Yeah, I, I, rec- I reckon, and the, act- the actress does very well, um, the, the child actress they have for this. She does very well, and I th- I, I'm, I'm thinking around four or five is the age they're going for for her here. I think she was, what, was she supposed to be born in 68, I think. So she would have been five, I don't know, yeah, I think she was born in 68. But um, yeah, look, fantastic. Um, do you want to finish off, Hannah, with the... the, the what uh, this, this podcast is... is an experience and <laughs> i think this segment the fact that we just went on a tangent for about five minutes talking about whether lisa marie had more power than, <laughs> than priscilla yeah. just shows that this podcast is not a replacement for the movie oh if god you want, no. if you want to experience the movie go fucking watch the movie yeah. go watch the fucking We're movie just a couple of drunk idiots having a good time <laughs> i am very tipsy um Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, what what happens? Dad, Hannah, you Sorry, yeah, Hannah. we're only two dot points into the four dot points of my segment. <gasps> so, <Yeah. laughs> is three is three accurate? Is this, does 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 it happen there? It's pretty much because oh, it's all like a big montage, it's like yeah. a chunk of time. It's another montage. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Huge montage. It seems like film. so much, but like because mm. it was a montage, it kind of went by really quickly as well. Even though it was huge. Mm. Anyway. So, going back to Tom Parker, he's now the parental figure of them. And he says what Jacob quoted earlier. I don't remember. And I'll do everything that your mother was doing for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be that support system. Yeah. And I've written after that sentence that Elvis meets Priscilla. But now it's just like, did he meet Priscilla before or after his mother's I death? Think, I think you're right that he did meet Priscilla after. It's just such a montage after that. Yeah, it's just confusing. There's like one scene with Priscilla, like with him. There and the is- scariest thing of all, this is all to music. Yep. Like it's bang, yeah. bang. It's so rhythmic. Yeah, that it's, it's so hard to tell what's going on. Like mm. with this plot point, we, we do a plot point system with our films to try and work out the order. But this one was really hard to do because one, the editing is so rhythmic. And it moves so... It's so constantly moving. Like, say what you want about this film. I know that we said there was elements that were slow, but there's very rarely elements that are slow. Mm-hmm. There's a few even, moments... Even when it's slow, it's slow compared to what we've experienced exactly. earlier. That's that's what we mean by slow. Yeah. Like, like, it's slow to the opening. It's slow to the end. Like, yeah. If we look at Men, the movie oh. we reviewed in the last... In the last oh. <laughs> yeah. Someone's happy. <laughs> so, if we look yeah. at Men, the movie we reviewed in last week's episode, you gonna share that? Like slow in that film didn't feel slow in the context, but no. like the slow moments in this film are like triple. Mm. Mm. Like a slow moment is a scene that goes for five minutes. Yeah. Like anything over two minutes, over anything thirty seconds feels like long. Oh, mm. 
was I thought? I, this is actually a big moment. I was just thinking those slow moments is actually I think when the best acting comes out. Because there's Absolutely. a scene later, I was just thinking with Absolutely. Priscilla and Elvis, the best scene, the best acting scene is in the last, like the second last segment, uh, which we'll go over later, but it's actually the best acting in the entire film. And mm. I won't say what That's it is. That's your favourite moment from the film, No, right? no. This is something we haven't spoken about at all. It's a scene <laughs> we haven't mentioned at all on or off the podcast. Are you talking about when he talks to Billy? No, no, no. Um, when... Uh, Priscilla leaves Elvis on the staircase. Really? Yeah. That is a very because he just breaks down. Yeah, he just he's really he's realizing, and then he sits down on the stairs. You know what's and breaks interesting down though? In that in that sequence, that is the least memorable moment. I know exactly, and it's just come back to me now because I, Hannah, Hannah said something before that reminded me of it. I don't know what it was. Oh no, it was the fact that we like we have we have scenes like we we have uh, we have, we, have, we have, there wasn't a whole lot of scenes with Priscilla, and I thought what was the major scene with Priscilla. And what did she... I was like having my own little tangent here. I was like thinking, what, what's the main scenes that Priscilla would have had a say over? And I feel yeah. like it was just her and Elvis in that scene. So she would have wanted that to be told how she wanted it to be told, sort of thing. I don't know why you're smiling at me. Um, no, I'm having my little Ben moment from episode one where I'm like... Yeah, yeah. No, but when, yeah, when you think about it, the, the slow parts of this film, the, the less intense and rapid rhythmic editing of this film is when the true... Like the the wardrobe scene which sounds weird to say it like that, but the Tom Parker and, and Elvis, Elvis in the comes wardrobe. out. <laughs> Elvis comes out. Oh, he does hug him in there. So I don't know what else happened. Um, but yeah, that that scene in particular, then the the staircase scene, the scene. I mean, on the stage, you're fine. But anyway, we'll get to that later. Um, um, Hannah, do you want to? Would you say though? Not trying to go off topic, but isn't that an interesting moment? Because I feel like. Half of this film feels like Baz Luhrmann, and half of it feels like a narrative film. Yeah, and would yeah, you say those slow yeah. elements are the narrative film bleeding into the yeah. Baz Luhrmann? Yeah, Luhrmann. And yeah. so, do you do you feel this feels like a book sped up? Uh, I, I mean, it's, it, Elvis' life is a book, man. Yeah. yeah. Sure. The thing <laughs> is, when you look at it, it's a two and a half hour film, and it feels like it's rushing, but it's it's Elvis's life. Yeah. This yeah. is not a normal like biopic. No. This is huge. That is something we haven't said before. It's like, on a biblical scale. Yeah. It is massive. Yeah. Like we've we've watched mo- biopic movies. Like yeah. we've watched Rocket Man, and we've watched Bohemian Rhapsody, and Even they have like a structure. Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, like yeah. this is love it. This is yeah. woof. Like yeah. this is. They have such a specific structure in those films where it's like, band gets together, yep. band starts getting good, band splits apart, yeah. band gets back together again, starts making good music. It happens in Bohemian Rhapsody. Someone dies. No. Um. Someone <laughs> yeah, dies. No. Or, yeah, that's that's the structure of those it films. Is. And they, it, they tell a three. They they go through a three act structure. Mm. This film life. doesn't really have a three act structure. No, it is. Like, I know Ben gets really upset when I say this, but the arc of this film is so... What are your three acts, Ben? <laughs> the learning... Uh, the, the, um, him, him, him as a child um, and getting into the scene is combined. The combination of family grief and personal growth from the war and the TV section, which was kind of too short. Again, there's no war. He did jack shit. (laughs) I mean, he he thrusted some people, man. I think the combination of that and family grief and um, the movie scenes. You weren't there, man. You weren't there. (laughs) You didn't see the man thrust. Dude, archival footage, man. 
Um, <laughs> that's the second, and then the third act is the downpour of Elvis. Yeah. I would agree, but it's so spread. When I'm not saying it's a strict three act structure, but like I, I'd say the the thing that makes it feel fresher. Baz mm. Lovin had a piece of toast. Baz Lovin, Lovin saying it's so wrong. You say Lovin, you said Lovin. It is Lovin. What is it? It's Lerman. <laughs> not Lerman, it's bro. It's I don't care if this slows the podcast down. I'm searching out. It's Lerman. Baz Lerman. It's Lerman. What happens after this? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Can we talk about how we've been stuck on this halfway point section for about half an hour? This is why we don't get me to talk. No, you're good. Because I hype you guys up and just give you more shit to rant about. Anyway, this, this, this film, there's so many minutes that you could just break apart so much. Break. Break. <laughs> break. You literally Are you waste. making fun of me? <laughs> Wait, break. break. Anyway. Anyway, so he meets Priscilla, the love of his life. I've never met someone like you. It's a good he puts impression. His hand on like the wall. Yep. What's yes. up, Priscilla? He does the full on. Hey. Hey, baby girl. And hey, I'm, I'm talking to you. But it works because they can't. Why is he talking like the bloody thing <laughs> off the Muppet Show? <laughs> <laughs> what monster? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, what do you like? The Swedish chef? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how anyway. what happens? So we, got the so we meet. Ruby Priscilla, and then I think I might have missed up a dot point, but oddly, we just montage back into oh, when he's so back. Close. This is where it gets confusing with the timeline because yes. we're we're thrown automatically from that scene with Priscilla right until like more news reports. He's a film star. He did. He was really good. He was in this like uh, western film. Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. I apologize. Baz Luhrmann. Sorry, Hannah. Okay, Hannah. Keep going. Oh, oh. We're all COVID negative. I did a test this morning, I swear. Jesus. What is... I don't know about Hannah. Praise me. I'm still going to call him Baz Luhrmann. Get rid of this curse. Anyway... So we're thrown automatically back. He's in a Western film starring. And then it's like, oh my God, but wait. His life slowly became a sitcom, apparently. <gasps> anyway, so it's starring Elvis Presley. <gasps> starring Priscilla, whatever, Prelas <sighs> Presley. <laughs> yeah, that would help. Yeah. <laughs> and then his cousin, Bob. <laughs> yeah, anyway. the, the Presley gang. <laughs> yeah. And then that introduction finishes and we're in this, like, full-on Universal Studios, Hollywood studio, just, excuse me, it's sunny, blaring down, everyone's laying down in their sun, sunroof chairs. Anyway. Um, chairs made of sunroof. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're chilling. And, and that's when it's, that's when it's like, oh, the montage, it keeps it going. Elvis's fame slowly slows down as an actor and it got bland. Yep. No one had a appetite for Elvis Enterprise, oh, whatever it was that. called. That's what he said. Um, and there's a few arguments between producers and Elvis. Oh, if you, like, if you don't like the way that I make money for my family... <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> that no, was a really hopeless. good impression, Hannah. I reckon <laughs> you should get the voice actor. That, that, that was really good. Yeah. No, the start was shit. Anyway, if you don't like the way that I make money for my family, get blah, blah, blah whatever so he said. Is, is this the, referring dorm. to the Christmas special? No, yes. so what's his name? The Aussie is already there. They don't. No, 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 he no, just no, no, not Billy, not Billy. No, 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 there's the other dude with the he's, long hair. Yeah, he's the he's producer there on the lounge. About. He's been there from the start, like from the middle point, right, yeah. from the movie right. career he just bit. Rocks up and I no one addresses Aussie. who the fuck he yeah, is. They don't really. He just fucking shows yeah, up. Yeah, that's what, that's like the first time I remember him. Mate from downtown. Yeah, and from there he almost fills the role of. Yeah, Elvis's best friends. Yep. Literally, we see but so he's much never of him. Introduced, like no. we don't yeah. have an injured. That's we. I didn't even see that. That's wild. That's so weird. He's like too busy shit on the film, weren't you? Yeah. No, but like, <laughs> isn't it weird that no, a movie can make you feel like you've Someone's known this character, yeah. even though you literally oh, yeah. have never been introduced mm. to this character yeah. until the scene? This film yep. just gets rid of and introduces characters. So fast, mm. so, like bang, 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 bang. Like yeah. there's so many characters uh, that are removed and introduced at speed. Yeah, um, oh, the sister definitely. <laughs> well, what do you? Once Mooch and she's gone. <laughs> no, she, she didn't show up after that. Did no, she? she had the one scene in the international when uh, Elvis was kissing everyone in the crowd. But she's the, back, she's the background. Did, did Elvis she, also she kiss the sister? Like, she jumped forward. She jumped forward. <laughs> Elvis kissed me. So we're anyway, bed, sorry, no, 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 we're not done. We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. You literally missed this big pivotal moment. Oh. The second death in the movie. <gasps> Dr. Martin Luther King gets shot and assassination. Elvis and Priscilla watch the memorial together. Yep. Now you can go, okay. Ben. Oh my God. So, so, so much to say about And Andrew okay. goes. <laughs> are, we, are we talking about as, the... As someone who... Are. Yeah. As someone who has studied... 21st century history and and and, and really loves history. This is, so weird. Right. this is so <laughs> weird. Um, 21st century history. 20th century. Thank you. I was going to say it. I don't think Martin. I go, 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 go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Sorry, it just comes out. Um, First, it was Martin Luther King. That was the Twin Towers. Anyway. Mother she'd get shot and it's so weird this film tries to address the issues of the late sixties. Um yes. of course this did have an impact on on um on Elvis, but I think mm. Jacob raised a really good point after the film of why didn't they just focus on because they do touch on JFK's then Elvis um then uh, Martin Luther King then um X Malcolm and then um mm. uh, and JFK's uh, brother uh, no the famous singer uh, yes uh, Jackie Kennedy and yep. then um the famous singer who did Hound Dog originally that we met did they yep. talk about that yeah yeah yep. um like so many huge deaths and I feel like having so many actually takes away from all of these huge people of that era. Like I, 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 Jacob brought up the idea of just focus on the death of JFK and, and, and let that actually have some impact. Really? Um, what they should have done is if you think about it, obviously there were all influences in, in, in Elvis's life, but they should have focused more on the mother. Yes. The mother dying was a pivotal point, pivotal point in Elvis's life. It was when, really, it was the point where Elvis's career went from a singer to a movie star. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, there's a moment in this movie Spotlight, which you should all watch if you haven't seen it. It's very well done. It's about the Catholic Church and the first 
news organization, the Boston Globe, who broke yeah. the story about pedophilia within the Catholic Church. But there's a moment within the film where the reporters have like done all their research. They're about to publish or get some really important in- information about the Catholic Church and 9-11 happens. Yeah. And the movie makes it a really important moment in these reporters' journeys because it slows everything down and it really impacts. Elvis, as Andrew stated, there's a lot of moments in Elvis where something happens, like someone dies and Elvis goes, oh, let's sing is, a song. Let's sing a song. Yeah. And it... It, people need you move on like that and yeah. they try to make it impactful they try to make it impactful with like a gun sound effect like a gunshot sound effect but it, it doesn't have the same story impact with yeah. the Kennedy the one I think it did no no, no. E- even yeah. even then because they use a gunshot mm. I thought that was so so poorly edited I thought yeah, like just th- just have this bang Kennedy has been shot. There. It was almost like a jump scare. Yeah, yeah it was a horror I think movie it was. Jump scare. It was when you think about it, like that. Like it's it's like for us. Uh, it, yes, it is the death of a president, yeah. the first yeah. like ever ever inimaginable to the American people. Um, yeah. but it's still such a such a like, hot like to the audience. We already know that John F. Kennedy has suffered this face. It's yeah. such an infamous if you watch, moment. If you watch Spotlight, it's done very differently in in the fact that it's not a jump scare. It's a slow build-up of this guy walking into the news station, seeing 9-11 on the TVs yeah. and being like, let's send the reporters out. There's no impact behind it. at the, at the When it first releases, there's no shock. Yeah. It's a news organization. They're like, this is news. Mm, this yeah. is news. But it affects people differently. Whereas, yeah. as Ben said, it is a jump scare mm. in the way they designed it because it's a jump scare for Elvis and stuff. Yeah. But that doesn't have the same story impact, like no. the, the mm. follow, follow could, through. Could you imagine if like... Say like, because they show Elvis kind of freaking out while on stage, like doing a film. Could you imagine if like they had this moment of like him preparing to go on roll, and then everyone stops because they're witnessing the assassination of JFK? I agree with that. However, two things. One, I, I try a little bit of research on this. So the actual. So I'm not sure if it was for. It was, JFK. No, it, was, it was JFK. They interrupted the show. They interrupted the board. So broadcast. we've kind of skipped forward a bit. Jackie Kennedy. Anyway, Jackie after, Kennedy. after his movie career dies down, he ends up meeting with some Hollywood producers yeah. and he does what's meant to be a Christmas special. Yeah, we know but he ends up making his yeah. singing release. But it's this point. Millie! So it's mm. there's two deaths in this point. There's the death of Martin Luther King, which makes him leave leave Hollywood and go back to singing. Yep. And then which there's this moment, like, yeah, which was good. I like that. We skipped forward. We're skipping forward to this bit where we meet Billy from Stranger Things. Um, <laughs> Jack Raymond rocks up. Weird he rocks Australian up. Uh, Vecna's, Vecna's controlling him. <laughs> Vecna's like seeing Elvis. Snake arms everywhere. Run up that hill. <laughs> yeah, just smack. Okay, Elvis run up that mate. hill. Keep running up that building. Elvis gets sent to the underworld. Upside down. Yeah. Underworld. The underworld, the dude. He goes to dance with the devil. <laughs> anyway, so we skip forward. He's uh, he's doing his Christmas special, which is what Tom Parker pitched to his producers. Mm-hmm. But in yeah. reality, it's Elvis's comeback. Mm, yep. It's Elvis back to who he was back before he went to the army. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is the opening, and this Talk is where shit. this is where JFK dies. And uh, Jackie Kennedy. Jackie Kennedy. No, it was JFK at this point. Jack, uh, oh, so JFK Jackie. died first. Yep. Yes. Then it was Martin Luther King. Yep. And then it was and Jackie Jack- Kennedy. Oh, no, you're right. It's just Jackie yeah. Kennedy. Unless I'm wrong and I'm so sorry. No, when did Jackie Kennedy correct. die in the film? Because Martin Luther King died during the... Christmas 
So no, Martin no. Luther King died in the trailer when when yeah. he was still in Hollywood. So when did Jake? Because JFK died before that. Was that before mm. he did his wiggle the pinky finger? No, what? 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 No. 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 I think no, Martin, no, no, no. No, it all happened after that. But I'm pretty sure JFK. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure the because JFK they show um uh F. D, I, uh, I can't yeah. think of the president's name. Sorry, I um, yeah, but, uh, um, like they show his talking of the uh, the violence of yes, man, yes. and then um, and then we see uh, 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 Martin Luther King, and then we see Jackie Kennedy, and Jackie Kennedy is the last one yep. that really absolutely impacts yep. um, uh, Elvis to to completely overtake this supposed to be Christmas special yep. into writing his first ever song since ages. Yeah. I'm going to say this, Ben. I know you're a fan of the film, but would you not say it should maybe lose a couple points because you don't know when JFK died in the script? <laughs> no, JFK's death... I can't remember what it was, but I know for 100% it interrupted a performance. I know I know that as well, but when did it happen? But that's the thing. What, yeah. It didn't actually happen in real life like that. It, I it know. happened two weeks after. But in the... No, 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 that's just Jackie Kennedy. Jackie so, Kennedy died two weeks after that. The mother died. And then someone died somewhere. Yep. And then Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King, King died. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Some random guy died. Some I thought it was the mother dies, someone dies, and then Martin Luther King dies, Maybe it's Jackie and then Kennedy the, that and dies. then the Jackie Kennedy was the last oh, one that died at the Christmas JFK. special. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, what what we're trying to say is, it's the point I made before. There's too many important deaths oh, yeah. mashed into. I will agree. With that. Fifteen minutes. But and the thing is, that has to happen because that was the main thing. We're talking about the most popular guy in the world right now. And that's the thing that's going to impact him. Right, but would you not say it would have been more impactful if he focused on maybe just Martin Luther King and Jackie Kennedy? Yeah. Uh, Andrew, oh Please, my God. I beg you. All right, we'll be back. Tom Parker thinks it's going to be a show that he planned. However, it's not. Man in the corner just goes <laughs> through the script. He turned it into fourth gear, bro. Yeah. Uh, it was risky performing this song, but it paid well. He pushed. Uh, he was pushed back into fame. Now this song, um, I fucking love up. this song. Yeah, you can actually. Is this the Jailhouse up. Rock? No, no, no. no. <laughs> this is his protest song. Yeah, the protest no, song. Oh, oh, the gospel one. The gospel one. Yeah, no, that was the protest the song. The one on the stage? The one on the, the stage was Jailhouse Rock. No, that's yeah. that's the first... Um... Yeah, yeah, where yeah, he that's... does Jailhouse Rock. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then later on, it's after... Uh, what's it called? What's the other Kennedy? It's not John JF Kennedy. It is Jackie Kennedy. Jackie. After Jackie Kennedy's death, he decides to... We must... We must speak. We must... Point. point yeah. He wants to say yeah. something, so he goes right back to his roots in which he... Focuses on the gospel, yep. mm. and he sings his gospel song mm. uh, in with it like almost like a church choir setting. Yep. And you don't really realize. Do you reckon? Because we talk about America, and America's like this Christian country, right? In yeah. the way they advertise themselves. Yep. Do you reckon Elvis had an effect on that? Because Elvis was very much promoting that gospel. Especially in his later career. I think when you look at every majority of white person in that country at that time, like what we saw, majority of them were towards Christianity. Majority of them were. They had the same same thoughts, the same dislike of certain people. I think... We could be overstepping our knowledge. Obviously, we're not American, we're Australian, so we don't know. But just the effect it seemed that that gospel song seemed to have on the country through the movie was... 
crazy. And it's almost like this is... It is overplayed to give you a point of like this is barely ever talked about like in history and everything like that. Like this isn't a big whoa moment in America, but like the movie makes it out that Time magazine and everyone's talking about it. Yeah, he's back. It's almost, it's his comeback performance. Absolutely. They have three stages of Elvis in this film. Even they show it in the posters. If you can see the posters at the back, they've got they've got Elvis the start, Elvis the movie star. When he returns. And And Elvis, the return of Elvis. They've got three stages of Elvis. They've got starting Elvis, the movie star Elvis, and the return of Elvis. And this is the moment where it symbolizes Elvis is back. And it's almost instantaneous. He comes back and then Tom Parker fucking traps him. Yeah. In Las Vegas. Well, that's that's because Tom has his heart attack first. Yeah, that's Tom right. has a Tom has a and hospital scare. And that's when Elvis so, tries right, to break no, but it up. He has a hospital scare right as Elvis is talking about taking his tour international. Yeah, yep. so and this, cutting so off. They have after performance. Elvis is talk, yeah talking about different parts of the world to fly to. So that worries him, right? That wor- that worries Tom Parker. Elvis then decides to cut ties with Parker, but hasn't told him yet. And then that's the quote: "Make sure he doesn't clip your wings." Well, who who said that? Priscilla. It's Priscilla. Priscilla. It is Priscilla. Priscilla. Yeah, of yeah. So. it's Priscilla. Oh, it's the, yeah, but yeah. The, think the, about it. From this point forward, it's almost this point after the television program where he goes against Parker. Because yeah. basically, the television program was meant to be Elvis doing a Christmas Carol thing that Tom Parker set up, and Elvis decides to go against the Colonel's yeah. wishes and do his own thing. Yeah. And it, from this moment forward, Elvis is almost desperately trying to leave Colonel. Yeah. And. Or he's realised that he's not good. He's realised that the colonel isn't doing doing right by him and is not going in the same direction that Elvis wants to go. But I say this is where Tom Hanks' performance becomes better. It does show you that the colonel has his fucking claws just in Elvis. And whatever Elvis does, the colonel has a plan. So at this point, Elvis is ready to fucking cut ties and man has a heart attack. And not only does he have a heart attack... When Elvis still tries to cut ties with him after his heart attack, because he does, he goes yeah. into the hospital room and he goes, "I think we should cut ties." The colonel's like, "But I've just talked to the international hotel, and they've offered you some." They offer him to literally let him do whatever the fuck he wants, and that puts sparkles in Elvis's eyes because that's what he's been dreaming yes. about. Yeah, because yeah, it's not. This there's this whole subplot to the film in which Colonel Parker has talked. Basically, Colonel Parker isn't who he says he is. Mm. He's doesn't have a passport. He's not American. He's undergoing. He's avoiding debts. He's yeah. he's actually doing what his father did, which is tax yeah. evasion or debt evasion, by pretending to be this colonel. And those debts have caught up to him at this point when he has this heart attack, and. Most of those debts, I think, are to the International Hotel or the owners of the International Hotel. And so he's made this deal under the books that he'll keep Elvis at the International Hotel. That comes, like, after his performance. It's true, but but this is is the start of it, right? Because Mm. the International Hotel, he gets... This he is him it. trying to work out how the fuck he's going to pay off this debt. True. He's like, oh, I'll get Elvis to play at the International Hotel. Yeah, but before he signs his contract to keep Elvis for five years, he tells Elvis... The International Hotel have told me that you can do whatever the fuck you want mm. at this stage. And that's how, that's the only reason at that point that Elvis doesn't fire Colonel Parker. Yep. And 
he also makes um parker makes the point of six more weeks yeah. i just want you to perform at the I've got it written here that it's the showroom hotel, but I could be completely wrong. I think it's the international, international. but they call that's like the showroom is the oh yeah, yeah true is the place. Yeah, thank you. Um, so six more weeks, just play at the international hotel for six weeks, like, and then you're done. You can go mm-hmm. join those new producers. You can go and just you can fly, do whatever you want. And he does that throughout throughout the rest of this film. He makes a lot of false promises where he goes just a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Just a couple of this, a couple of that. He does some tour with Elvis in which fifteen over 15 days he's meant to fly to 15 different states and do tours, in which he does. 15 cities, yeah. 15 it's cities. It's and he do it fucking crazy. And then does, uh, does it for the next four years. Like, yep. he just bang, bang, bang. Yep. And, um, yeah, uh, he, he just is constantly making these um, things. He's playing into the, the, the fears of people around him. Um so Elvis is so keen on going to the uh, outside of the world and there's been a lot of deaths as we've just previously talked about big figures and everything and he's probably the most famous man in the world at that moment just next to the Beatles um, mm. and and um, yeah, uh, right. and um, Tom is completely the colonel was completely failing in uh, like uh, trying to play up this and is going Oh, we've got to get protection. We've got to put um, yeah. the you're the most protected man. You're more protected than the president. And yeah. um, like he even gets, and they don't talk about this in the movie. Elvis gets the right to carry a firearm yep. on airplanes. Yep. Like just insane. That's the crazy thing because it happened. The Rolling Stones. There was a Rolling Stones concert where they showed archival footage because five people, five fans passed away. Mm. There was like crowding, so I had five fans pass away, and that was when they were watching when Elvis was in hospital at some point. Um, it was after his 15 days, 15 cities yeah, tour, yep. he went he to the hospital because like at that point yeah. he was in the hospital for exhaustion. And yep. this is fifteen five, days. like five, six, I think about seven years before he died. Yep. Mm. Yeah. He's in the hospital for exhaustion. And this is where you clearly can see the path that he's now trapped in. Yep. Mm. And this is when we're introduced to the doctor. Yep. Holy shit. So the Colonel hires a private yeah. doctor and this doctor is just pumping him yep. with adrenaline and all types of other morphine, morphine and yep. drugs to just keep Elvis basically functioning. Yeah. Um, and, and, and we go back to that scene from the very start of the film and yeah. now it has, now you understand what's yeah. happening. I, yeah. Because Elvis collapses, obviously from his exhaustion and mm-hmm. Colonel Tom Parker goes, no matter what happens, this man gets on that stage yep. tonight. And you see the doctor get out his drugs and inject them. And you realize for the last seven years of this man's life, he's running purely on drugs. Yeah. Elvis is yep. fist feeding himself just yeah. drugs. You cannot even imagine what and they're doing. There to was him. the scene in the hotel with Priscilla where she, um, I think it was... He was on that the road. That wasn't Priscilla, by the way. No, 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 this comes up. I know exactly what you think mm. of. So there's a scene with another girl before. where he wakes up. Yeah, this is um, before that scene. But this, the scene after that okay. is oh, when he was in, in the international with Priscilla saying about all the girls. He goes to the bathroom. Very, um, yeah. very oh, euphoria. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I'm comparing this film to euphoria. but like, There, like there are how, moments with the drugs where it feels like euphoria. But also with um, with the argument in the bathroom with Sydney Sweetie and um, I can't think of his name. But like, we've, we've skipped a base, over... There's a large a, chunk, but like, there, there's, just, there's just pretty much 
a blur, like a little little bit of a blur, not not not, not bad. The but it was film is almost thing. a blur in this moment. Yeah, honestly, it was. And they had um yeah, so they had had Priscilla, and she um there was a scene where he just takes like has all these different things, and she starts throwing them at him, like she starts picking them up and throwing them at him. You know, obviously the downfall of not only Elvis but of the relationship between those two as well. Um, one thing I know we we didn't skip over it. I just want to quickly bring it up as well. Um, a big quote from Tom um, with the, when he was in the audience with the comment about booking booking uh, Elvis. He said, "I'm booking for the next thousand years if I could." Um, Tom oh, yeah. Hyde to make a deal. Yeah. As long as we, he, we, as we long completely as he gets paid skipped well. over this. Mm. We so, skipped over a big part, which is when Ben. As ben. we, what are you saying, Hannah? Ben. Yo. Ben was saying stuff. Oh no 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 no. But we'll continue on from Ben. Is what we skipped over a big moment in which yep. we see Colonel Tom Parker. It's after he's had his first performance at the international, and yep. Colonel Tom Parker, without Elvis knowing, signed Elvis up for the international for the next five years in the midst of Elvis wanting to go international. Yeah. And so he starts fabricating things in Elvis's mind. And as Andrew said, we, like you're the most protected man in America, but this yep. is all fabricated by Tom Parker. Yep. Just it's, to keep him at the international. And yep. we find out why on a goddamn serviette, he writes, you will have unlimited credit at the mm. casino. The Colonel throughout this entire time has been shown with imagery of uh, casinos, casinos and gambling like. machines. He is a addict of yep. addiction of Sports betting. Bet. Yep. <laughs> Sports bet all the <laughs> way, yeah. man. Like um, the Bulldogs, eh? Five, five game, five week multi. Yeah, yeah, he's a good man. <laughs> and so this just puts stars in his eyes, and he's willing to literally sell Elvis. Yep. To get that. Yeah. And holy crap, we watch this man just destroy him. Yep. And we we did a bit of research on this as well. So the the deal was five years, five million dollars. Um, Which is was, nothing that's now. That's what they agreed on. The equivalent is five years, forty-eight million. Sounds like a lot of money. However, you think about it, the most popular man in the world at the moment. You've got NBA players. There's four NBA players I can think of at the moment who are getting paid more than that. Yes, they have a very, very hard job as well. People underestimate how hard their job is. But there's the most popular man in not only the United States, not only Las Vegas, but in the world. And they're only paying him that much over five years, right? Not a lot of money. Um, and also, think about it. He's losing 50% of this to yes. the Colonel. We didn't even talk about yeah, this. Yeah, well, we didn't, that, that was in the contract. We didn't know about that initially. But also, once that, excite, once that contract's agreed upon, the Colonel says, all right, then what am I getting paid? Yeah, but he also still, because he's got this his clause yeah, the, in the in fifty uh, percent yep. Presley internet Presley Enterprises. Yep. He actually gets fifty percent of what Elvis was earning, yep. yeah. and so he's signed Elvis up to not leave million. the country for five years for, for two and a half million dollars for two and a half million dollars essentially. So for nowadays it'd be five years, twenty four million to do fifteen cities. Pure, like and, and purely at the international when he's in Las Vegas for five years. And, like think about it, Robert Downey Jr. gets paid almost four times that for one movie. For one movie. Yeah, it, it's Shit. it's crazy to think about. Um, yeah, and then obviously we got at the end of that. Uh, pretty much we reached a two-hour mark now uh, with Elvis being in hospital with the exhaustion. That's when the Rolling Stones concert uh, happens, and then we're on our final page. Actually. <gasps> Um, we've got, we've got, we've we're got, up to your best, your favorite scene, bro. Yeah, we've got thirty minutes left. Now, this is where, uh, actually, well, no, this is your part. You can you can talk about this if you'd like. Well, um, I'll, I'll go into it, but you can you can follow follow through. But yeah. basically, he's at this point, he's been at the international for four years. Yep. He's been stuck there. 
He's he's getting not... visits from his daughter via yeah. the plane. Yeah, yeah, so he's actually we've skipped over, but he's divorced his wife. Yep. No, not yet. No, it's yeah. right at this point it's, when he's yeah, the fourth it's a point couple there. of points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. so ba- basically, it's at this point he's been sleeping around. There's yeah. a moment when he's playing at the international. He's really getting into himself, and you realize that the person you knew as Elvis mm-hmm. at the start of the film, where he had a show personality and a personal personality, yep. that personal personality is gone now. With, especially yep. the kissing scene. That's that's the big turn of the yeah. relationship. Oh, he's yeah. now fully in debt. He, he goes around and starts kissing women in front of his wife. Yeah, which is real. That's yeah. archive footage. Yeah, yeah and I, I feel like you might bring this point up, but um. It's also we see that that's the that 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 point where he's kissing other girls in front of his wife. That's the beginning of the end of their relationship Absolutely. because um, um, Tom Parker like narrates once again he comes back with his narration. Yeah. He narration. narrates that narrates. I don't know how to say it. Apparently, <laughs> um, he <laughs> it's <laughs> <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. Um, it pans on Priscilla and he's just like, where is it? It's at the end here. I don't know if we've already talked about it. but I, um, He does. He says something like, I saw it in her eyes that she could see. That, that he, his love for the stage the can't stage. compare for the love yeah. that he has for her. Oh, she cannot where, compete with ooh, that. Anyway, you keep it going. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And this is where. Again, still this, dumb, done with that. Accent and <laughs> love for the stage, for the love of her, like it was so hamped up. But this is where this is another aspect they did it from Colonel Tom Parker's view, and he, this entire film is trying to justify he's saying that he didn't have anything to do with Elvis's death, it was our fault for loving him. Yes. And loving his performance, which we, I didn't really think Elvis. that was. That's 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 a Presley interaction there. That's a Presley saying, you know what? Make Tom Parker more of a dick, and and ensure that the audience feels, feels like a dick as well. Yeah, feel feels like this is a Tom Parker moment. I reckon, I reckon Priscilla blames. Do you do you reckon Priscilla had something to do with this? Like she does blame. All the women fucking trying to get with her husband for the reason they got divorced and the reason he died. Yeah, and I think that was that was a scene where, like, I felt so bad for Priscilla when oh. he was going on the career because you feel like today's society you don't do that. Right? I'm not saying back then you did it, but today's society if you did that you're like it's cheating in in a sense. The man's right? a hoe. Yeah, uh, no, but you, you, you see, <laughs> he's literally man. the first man hoe in history. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but you literally see this man going around smooching every. He jumped off the stage into the international crowd. Every girl's getting some tongue. Yeah, yeah, every girl's getting a tongue and some more. And and then Priscilla's watching this, and the and the sister pops back up again, and the sister's like, "Where's my kiss, brother?" Like after we saw him there in the film. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Um, having the girls over, I even thought about Priscilla. Uh, Priscilla. Um, he hears something, grabs a gun. Priscilla. Love this. This is the scene where he's in he's in his condo. Yep, at the top of the international. They yep. do a lot of the same zooms, a lot of CGI zooms from the exterior of the international to the second top floor, which is where he oh, stayed a lot of the time. It's interesting to see that Graceland has become this icon for Elvis, but mm. in reality he really he lived at the there. international. Yeah. 
for the it, last it, period of his life. The international was demonstrated as that isolating location. Yes. It's just um, this unit at the you, top of it. Do you think that maybe people think of Elvis and they think to him in his first period of his life? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Rather than his second or his third. Maybe the second as the movie star, but they A see bit, Elvis. Yeah. What do you guys think? Hannah, what, what, when you think of Elvis, without looking at the posters, <laughs> do, when you picture Elvis Presley... Uh, not Austin Butler or what we saw in the movie. When you picture Elvis Presley, do you picture young him getting into the blues, dancing, jailhouse rock, hound dog, Elvis as a movie star, or Elvis in his last few days struggling and touring and being that man? Not touring. He's stuck at the international. Yeah, yeah. well, it's kind of a mix of all of that. It's a mix of already looking at the posters and a mix of not looking at the yep. posters because I never saw him in that lace shirt with the pink yeah. suit him being this flamboyant guy that's so provocative because of his movements i never saw him as anything like that i didn't even know that the um african-americans had any influence yeah. with him i don't mm. know he had any influence on them i just saw him as this slick back hair sideburns leather yeah. black suit like in that middle poster yeah. i saw him as a musician that sang what I thought were his original songs. Oh, Isn't it? Yeah. You, you make a point there, Hannah, where when we think of Elvis with before this movie, I think when I thought of Elvis, he was a combination of the three. Mm. He mm. looks like the way he looks when he's touring at the International. I'll just say, so like I, I, I collect records um, and the first ever record was given to my grandparents and it was an Elvis Presley record. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... It was just that early stage. Like they yeah. talk about Elvis oh, yeah. when he when he was this like this this movement. He was a movement for the younger yeah. generation of to get up and dance like you, sex, like yeah. on fire. Like what you're saying is completely right, and and it goes back to what Hannah said. Mm. It's that he is in our minds a combination of the three stages of Elvis. He looks and he dances the way he does. Before, obviously, he can't move at the end of the film. Oh, no. When he's in the international, when he's dancing like the craziest he's ever danced, the most provocative, and he looks and he's dressed in those, like those, the fucking white shirt with like Mm. the little dazzles um, Mm. coming from his shoulders. He looks like that. We also recognize him as a movie star, but we hear him the way that people heard him back when he was playing before he went to the army. Yeah. And it's interesting. Yeah, I would say. The majority of the time before when I saw I was this actually comes from I don't know if we, we've cut this but the Hungry Jacks thing all of that was him in movies all the photos of him in movies so mm. I knew Elvis as that the guy movie star. in the movie star really? I, I, just, I just want to make a statement when do you guys think nostalgia kicked in for this person like as, as like when did the audience start automatically thinking of a nostalgic moment of oh. Elvis because I think to everyone, to no. everyone, there's a different moment of nostalgia yeah. for him. Like you either see him as the movie star, yep. you either see yeah. him as the, as the, as the, the movement, or you see him as that guy right there in the in yeah. the sleeves and the and the suede pants and all that shit. And yep. and like yeah, nostalgia is yeah. such a huge part of Elvis. I think for me, it came with the movies because. There was, and actually, we watched the scene the other day with um, uh, when he, when he's getting like harassed by the guy at the bar, 
And he jumps up on stage and what he sing? The um da, 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 da. If you're no one trouble, da, yeah, 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 yeah. Then you come to the rap list or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's that scene there. Song. So obviously that song I don't I don't know if it's purely from Trouble. That film. Uh, that film, the film, <laughs> film. Um, but I do, I, I do, I do think, yeah. When I think of Elvis, prior to watching this film, I think of not the movie star, but the guy that was in the the, the massive music guy that was in movies. I didn't think of him after, I didn't think of him before. I didn't even and really. I, I will have say, before. if we're thinking about this film from that perspective, Baz does a really good job mm. of showing. The Each three of these stages moments, of yeah. yeah, and and the 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 gra- the, gra- the every like. The, the grade and the the grain itself changes throughout the film. There is different yeah. grain on different scenes. Raz, bro, whoever your editor is, man, oh my god, because man, I love I love shit like that. How you can tell different eras. Yeah, and obviously in that interview with um Jimmy Fallon, Fallon Jimmy Kimmel, I'm um, joking. No, nah, the better one, Fallon. Um, he sorry Jimmy Kimmel, but anyway. <laughs> Um, with Jimmy Fallon, he, he actually says that um, he has three different accents. If you go back, you can hear three different accents mm. from Austin Butler across this film. However, um, we do need to keep moving through. So, no, I, I reckon, to be honest, we're right at the end of the film, right? So, he's stuck in the five minutes after this point where, really, we start seeing he's getting anxious and he's almost entrenched himself now in the international. He doesn't yep. really want a tour anymore because he thinks he's a wanted man and, yep. and the colonel's planted these seeds of doubt in him. And this is where Priscilla leaves Elvis. Um, this one before is brilliant though when he shoots the TVs. Oh, yeah, TVs. so that, but that, that emphasises it. He's, he's yeah. frustrated because everyone's talking about him as this, yep. as this stuck in Las Vegas and he knows he's stuck. And yep. it's at this point that he kind of goes... Shit. Fuck it, I guess I'm in Las Vegas. And he fucking shoots the TVs in his room Bright and you're shot. like, shit. And then yeah. Priscilla divorces him. And it, again, we talked about it early in the podcast. Mm. There's these scenes throughout this constant rhythmic editing where we get like a five to ten minute scene of just no like narrative editing. Yep. And it's rare in this movie because it's usually all stylized. Where mm-hmm. the best acting comes out. Mm-hmm. But it gets overwhelmed with the editing and you almost forget how... Like you forget about these That's scenes true. because they're not as they're so different that they feel like lost on the overall style. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I will just say I've had a bit of a Ben realization in this film. He never goes back to Gracefield after his mother dies. Mm. Graceland. Oh. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And he died in Graceland. So I wonder if that was a uh-huh. narrative story. Yeah. That was something that Baz specifically chose to do because obviously yeah. in real life he did go back to Graceland. Yeah. Mm. He died in Graceland. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. He died oh. on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> which which we'll talk about how they could have done that. Anyway. No, um, we're not talking so about So Priscilla leaves that. Elvis, great scene. Um, the quote, do you remember the last time we sat down and had dinner together? Boom. Powerful, right? Great, great quote. Um <laughs> The attention here in the room. Uh, Elvis's producer did some digging and figured out that Parker can't leave the country because Tom Parker, the person, does not exist. This man's doing shots of apple cider. Um, so Tom Parker, this is basically the moment where the film just escalates. It goes up from yeah. here. Love it. Fantastic. It's the last, I'd say, 15 or so minutes. Best moment, I would say, yeah. other than the, obviously, Pink and Wiggles, one of my favourite moments, but... Me but and Ben both. Agree. How do you guys feel about the actual death of Elvis? 
how they wait, show we, it that's, in the that's film. That's forward. We're, 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 we're back a bit. We're back a bit. We're on to the your fight scene. Oh, me and Ben's favorite scene. This is so good. So good. Yeah, I think it's at the fifth year mark actually. Which scene? He's. On the fifth year of his five-year contract that he doesn't know about. Yeah, and uh, just before this, this is when the producer goes to Elvis and says, "Tom Park isn't who he says he is. He says you're in hot water or something. He says something about him not being good, and that's when he said, "What do you mean?" And that's when he passes out. That's the scene that we see at the beginning. It was pause for shot. Fantastic. Yeah, we go back um, to that passing out scene three times. Yeah, so that's that's when um, he says, "What do you mean?" to the producer and passes out, hits his head on the floor. They dunk him in water. Fantastic shot. So oh, yeah. Elvis's head in water. The chain is like yeah. around his chin. Fantastic neck, shot. Uh, the only thing that matters is that man gets on the stage tonight from the first scene. So, the father is... Yeah. So I would just say what, what uh, the Aussie says to him that makes Elvis freak the fuck out is he's an alien. Yeah. 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 Um, he doesn't even have fantastic. a passport. Yeah, so he says he can't leave the country because Tom Parker doesn't exist. Can't remember his exact name. It's Arthur something. He's a piece of shit, so it doesn't really matter. Basically, um, it it's what we said earlier. That this is a subplot that Tom yep. Parker isn't who he says he is. Yeah. And this is where Elvis finds out. Yep. Um, so the father is forced to make a choice. This is the only real choice of the father throughout the entire film until a little bit after this as well. Um, is when, yeah, he, he either go on the stage tonight or he's into a hospital... Tom Parker pretty much looks at him and guilts him into doing it. Um, I would say it's at this point that you realise that the father isn't an ally. No. It must and again, we're talking about the Presleys having massive yeah. input in the script. I don't think Priscilla liked the father very much because no. he is seen as a Tom Parker affiliate, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's a song on stage and it is the best scene in the entire film. Um, Elvis on stage he does his performance does really well but we kind of cut halfway through finishes off and well he um, does his introduction so Tom Parker he's look he's he's very close with the casino managers right yeah. and so he goes I can tell you what he's going to do like clockwork yep. yeah. he's going to introduce you and he, yeah. and Elvis goes I want to introduce the international hotel owner yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's going to introduce me and he wants to I want to introduce my, my so-called, so-called affiliate manager. yeah my so-called manager Tom, he's like, and then he gets up, and then he says, uh, "But Tom, there's a little secret that Tom, that people don't know about Tom. He's a, he's an alien. Yeah, it's been flashing for a while. Don't worry, it's all good. Yeah, I'll um, find that out. He says, uh, "But Tom, Tom's an alien, and everyone, it, there's kind of a vibe in the room. You know, the mood kind of goes down. Um, and then Tom realizes that Elvis has been, uh, he's not right. He's got morphine shots, he's got everything, adrenaline into him." Um, he's on stage and he's going all over the place. So Tom gets up, moves through the curtains, goes onto the stage, um, and that's when the producer's there. And Tom asks him, "What's wrong with him?" He's like, "I have no idea." Looks over, Elvis grabbing another microphone, saying, oh, he's, "He's saying he's like you, you fired." Um, and then that's when Tom's running towards him to take him off. He said, "Go get security." The producer, he's running over to Elvis to get the microphone off him. The curtains are dropping, and that's when he yells. You're fired and just goes absolutely ham. I tell you, in a theater with Dolby fucking sound, sur- sound surround, I got so scared. Sound surround? <laughs> surround sound. I got so <laughs> petrified of Austin Butler in this show. Yeah. He go, he goes, You're fired! <laughs> Actually, puts no, but his you mouth gotta... on the microphone. He goes, on, You're fired! Wait, 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 wait. He's so got to put the sanitizer on first. You're 
fired. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you, you get what I mean? You're, yeah, you know. No, because then you're fired, and then yeah, and then, yeah he's like, yeah, fired, yeah. No, nah, thank you to definitely the audio, the editor, and the, uh, the editor. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, great, great scene. Uh, highly recommend it's on YouTube. Probably actually go watch the film because you watch it with it's like eight point seven million dollars, which is more than what Elvis has done. The father then comes to the conclusion, oh, we're broke. Um, that's pretty cool. One year, Elvis, one year later, Elvis is back for a fifth year playing his same old domestic circuit. Um, and that's when we have the... No, that's not actually then. <laughs> Elvis is given one, one more chance to leave and heal with Priscilla. He denies it. Um, that's when he's at the airport. Mm. Uh, it's after his last performance, with that, which they intercut with archive footage. Brilliant performance. Did you talk about... I know, obviously, we're trying to run through it because we're over time. But um, yeah. did you talk about how when he fired Tom Parker, mm-hmm. Tom Parker kept him there. Yep. One, through his father, not wanting to lose this deal, but also... Tom Parker wrote up a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that eight point seven million dollars he owes him. So inevitably they're in death. The, the, the father said that they're in in they're bankrupt now. Um, yeah, and so then basically they have the last performance. Then Elvis goes to the airport. That's when he's last seeing Anne Marie and Priscilla. Amber Heard owes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is too. Holy shit! There's a bit of irony there. Oh, oh. shit. Amber Heard, pay your dues. Um, Jesus. Anyway, so then we have Priscilla at the airport. Um, great, great shot. Basically, we know, we kind of know that's going to be the last time they see each other. Elvis is in good health. He's, he's living off drugs, pretty much. He's um, not in good health, he means. No. Uh, and then, he, and then he, he, he goes on his private jet. Uh, that's the last time we see him, and that's when they start the monologue of um, Tom Parker, um, officially kind of passing away. Um, and that's when we yeah that's the pretty much that's the, the only thing we get of Elvis we get like a news report and a newspaper that says yeah, they really 47. skip over his death but I think that's that's where the Presley inputs come into it because I would have loved I said this to you guys I would have loved a version of like A Star Is Born with a struggle of him in his bathroom in Graceland zooming out or zooming out the bathroom door like you said Andy once um, just something where it's this aggressive sort of brutal take on Elvis' death. Yeah, but, because yeah. At the, in the film, it's just like archive photos and yeah. news broadcast yeah. um, and everything of uh, Elvis has died and everything like that. And yeah. it's so cliche and yeah. everything like that. And it's obvious that they, they, they've asked, no, you yep. cannot show this moment. So what they do instead is they show that at this cliched moment and they go straight into the most powerful moment of that entire film. Best, I would I would actually say, looking back now in a review, the best moment is the last final montage in which they so, mix... I will just say, I, I was watching the, the older generation in the audience. Yeah, because we watched at Palace Cinemas at like a 5pm, so literally the entire audience except for us was like in their 60s, Yeah, 70s. like drinking mm. wine while watching the movie. Um, mm. And in this moment, all of them just paused. Yeah. All of them started tearing up. All of them were, were... That was the Elvis that they saw die. And I'm actually curious, after the death, I'm pretty sure after the death... Did they do the intercut song with with the well, archive kinda, footage? I will say they do it weirdly because he dies and then the film almost ends and then yeah. it comes back and it's with his him, last performance. Yeah, okay, that that was when I nearly cried. Like that knowing was, that and intercutting, because they they transform Austin Butler. 
a little bit of he lo- like suit. it's hard to say, but he looks like shit. Yeah, he, he is looks horrible. He is so a very caged man. For forty two, he looks terrible. They use the intercount Austin Butler looking like shit with the real archive footage. Like they look the fucking same. The, yeah. the, the casting of Austin Butler was fucking incredible. Yeah. But we we rewatched the entire archive footage that they played, and this man can't walk. Couldn't breathe. He, he, like, couldn't, he, couldn't, he breathe. couldn't hold the microphone. They had yeah. to have someone holding the microphone. Hold the microphone. But when he sings, he sings the same man that you knew his entire. This is his last ever performance. This is like five or six days before he died. This yeah. isn't like fucking any meatloaf shit. This is him. Singing uh, his guts out. Why are we killing Meatloaf here? Oh uh, well, Meatloaf couldn't do an interview, good. so uh, <laughs> but, no. Uh, yeah, like, as, this is as we knew him to the last day of Elvis, the yep. King of Rock, and he sings Unchained Melody, and it's the last song he's ever performed live. Just, and dear God, you, it is emotional. Something about that song, you just this search the albums list to and uh, listen to the concert version because you just get. Uh, it's not chills You just get a feeling You just get like mm. This like buzz Over your body Because you've got to remember This man His liver His yep. organs Are failing on him he And can't. he is still yep. Singing To a Extent It's so hard To emphasise it To an audience In which we always Kind of underestimate What's happening With everyone But this man Can't fucking walk Yeah He can't yeah. hold a microphone But he sings but He's walking around He's like, I got but one more he's song. He's panting, he's panting, he yeah. can't he breathe. He's panting before he even does the And when song. he sings, it's flawless. Yeah. It he hits every beautiful. note. It's fucking... Yeah. I actually want to watch it after we're done. But, oh. like, it's just incredible. But we have, um, yeah, so his last performance, Close to Dying. And then Tom Parker comes back. Uh, more old shots of Tom Hanks. Um, and more, more shots of him they to the casino. They should have ended it right with, after that performance. With him, his performance. Yeah. I reckon no, that's Tom that's Hanks could go to hell after that. Yeah. yeah I, I, and then we have Tom Parker pretty much... I think he re reinstates that we killed Elvis. We killed him as an audience. Which is so stupid. Which No, but that's done... I reckon that's done by the priest. I know it's done by the Elvis and everything like that, but yeah. genuinely, this is Tom Parker yep. who has completely, um, like, uh, economically... Uh, corrupted yeah. Elvis to such a capitalist extent it and is also, absurd yeah and he also that, that part there he also talks about how he spent the rest of his money as mm-hmm. well he pretty much spent the last few days of his life doing that um, he could see the international from his hotel room which is a beautiful shop by the way mm. um, he, he, yeah. he spent gambling everything yeah, away yeah every, everything he had um, well, everything he stole off the Elvises yep. is gone yeah so it's just it, a sad sad reality of what Hollywood honestly still is today for some yep. people. Mm. Yep. And and not just Hollywood, the music worse, industry yeah. and the and the and so Foo Fighters did a documentary and they realized they get five if you buy a song of iTunes today of mm. any um of like any fame it is 5 cents. Yeah. that they make off that. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's actually it's it's a sad almost like a foreshadow of what Today's industry is yep. and ahead of his time. It's a really strong ending to the film. Yep. But we've we've got to finish it. We're oh way God. over time for yeah. this one. Let's give our reviews, shall we, ladies and gentlemen? We'll give our reviews. I, I, I want to say thank you for watching because this one's been all over the place. Right. I hope and you've I had... think that demonstrates the movie. Yeah. The, movie yeah. the movie is absurd. It's so hard to talk about this from a narrative perspective because it doesn't have a narrative arc. No. 
It's a oh, book. Yeah, no, I want to hear point. these ratings. Okay, we'll ratings. start with Hannah. Hannah. All right, well, I gave a 7.5 for context for men. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Um, I'm leaving this movie. I never really had a... You got this. A six, five point five to a six. For Elvis. Half. I'd have to do half because I don't know if I. I've never had an opinion ever since what I've left fuck? it. What the fuck? I may have had a few things, but I've just like I can't pinpoint if I like it or not. It's mm. like oh my god, I don't know what I just saw. Anyway, you, to move on, let's go. No, I. I so six point five. Did you say, hun? Five point five to a six. A five point five. Holy to shit. To a six. Halfway. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the lowest of. I'm I completely agree with Hannah in the sense of this film is so hard to gather whether or not you like it because it's it's not a film it's it should have been like a mini series it is huge it is absurd it is the cinematography is off the chain It, it can be great at moments it can be absurd at moments yet crack into it mate um the story doesn't have an arc but I, I still love moments and it, and it completely impacts me at moments. So I'm going to give it a 5.5. What the I, fuck is wrong with you guys, man? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I know last time I said damn after every Actually, time. you know, I'll give it a six. Damn, I will give I'm it a six to be fair. I literally harassed this man to giving it a six. <laughs> okay, no, no, let Andy finish. Let Andy finish. I will like. give it a six just genuinely because it is a... It... it, 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 it there is no one that could ever perfectly encapsulate the world of Elvis. He was on a biblical scale, but at the end of the day, man, I don't know what to walk away from this film with. So I'll give it a six at that. Um, in terms of me, I walked out of this film probably at a six, 6.5. But we've talked about this film for over two hours now. And you don't talk about shit films for over two hours. That's correct. I'm going to give this film an 8 out of 10. Go to hell. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 because... You can shove that 8 where the sun don't shine. I know this... this, Obviously, I just... Studying this film and the way the songs have affected me and the way I've thought about it since watching it... You don't want to be part of this podcast anymore. You're going to wait for mine, bro. (laughs) Yeah. I, I'm. It surprised me because I. Five over there. Really, this is one of those films that I've sat on and liked it more the more I've thought about it. Wow. And I've gone back and forth throughout this podcast of an eight to a six, and I. I'm I've, the complete opposite. Yeah, I know you've. The more you've thought about, it, the more you dislike it. But the more I've thought about, it, the more I really think so much. It's just an impossible task, an impossible task that Baz took up to to, to do his entire life, mm. and really, his life is fucking Romeo and Juliet. It's it, fucking it, insane. for so short. It was. It is beyond life itself. Either- I know, and I feel like that's an impossible task, and it's never going to be perfect. And there's definitely, it's not a nine, and it's not a nine point five for me. It's not. But an eight is—it's a solid film, and I'd really recommend watching it. And I really recommend having your own take on it because wow. even if you don't like Baz Luhrmann, it doesn't feel like Romeo and Juliet in the way it's edited. It does at the start, but it changes. It's a different Baz Luhrmann film. Wow! 
moment. Anyway, an eight is where I'm going to stand with this one. Anyway, Ben, fucking kick us off with the 9.5 you got All fucking right, planned. All right, so now I've been thinking about this actively throughout this podcast. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> when I walked out of the cinema, it was a nine. I nine hope he changes it to a nine. I hope he um, changes it to a two. So my view on this film, <laughs> that the only downsides to this film... What's nothing? Doja Cat. <laughs> Doja oh, yeah. Cat. Doja Cat's a big one, bro. Doja Cat's a big one. Doja Cat. Um, this but it kind of made up for it. We didn't talk about the main, kind of the best part of this film, uh, Eminem and CeeLo Green do a song together in the credits. <laughs> That's not the best part. It's so forgettable. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> left. Everyone walked you out. You made me leave during that. I was, I was vibing to Eminem and CeeLo Green. Anyway, now my review, my rating... <laughs> um, I'm giving this is my movie of the year. All right, my movie oh, of the year. I'm giving hell. this a nine point seven out of ten. Holy shit! The only downside of this film was Doja Cat's placement. Nice. I literally love this film so much. Like it was. Is just, that just from an editor's perspective? From editing, from cinema, from the acting. Like I think, I think, I feel like there's a few films. I changed mine to a two. The acting. Is incredible. Yeah, yeah. I think throughout I think, acting performances, throughout <laughs> emotional scenes, throughout everything. Sure, the narrative is different and it's unusual. There's no strict react structure to it. There's no like strict, you know, how we've seen biopics before. The only thing I didn't like was the placement of Doja Cat song, and that brought it down only point three for me. So literally. I enjoyed this. I'm literally going to go see it again. Like I, I, I don't see films twice. I don't pay to see... I'm not paying. I work at the cinema. <laughs> but I, I don't usually go to see a film twice and I want to go see this again because of how good it is, how good experience it is. So I'm literally giving that a 9.7. I think, I think these ratings represent... What do you... Hannah, yes. Hannah has a point. Talk Coming into this, were you ever an Elvis fan? No. No. All wow. Right. No. I don't know what I'm proving, but I didn't Ben's know. I never like an Elvis fan. I didn't know anything about the the African American community. He, like his 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 connection with that at all. Um, yeah. I knew him obviously as a, like as an artist, but also as a movie star um, because of the the stuff like you know literally as a toddler as a kid going to going to you know Hungry Jacks and seeing the poster of Elvis on the wall and uh, among other people and seeing him in like those sort of films, I didn't. I wasn't, wouldn't say I'm not going to pretend I was a fan of him. Yeah. Um, but I went into it and even I got chills in nearly every song because of how well Austin Butler did. And Baz oh, Luhrmann yeah. in his narrative, in his emotional scenes, mm-hmm. wrote that so fucking well. It just did so good. Like, like literally, there was nothing I can complain about except for fucking Doja. I love you, Doja, if you're watching. Hey, it was just uh, a bad show. At Sugar2K on Twitter, you can hit me up. <laughs> Um, it was just, it was just, it was just a bad placement. Anyway, Andy's got a final point to finish. I, so. I just so look, we're all of a younger generation who didn't grow up <laughs> with uh, Doja, uh with, with Doja, Doja Cat, Cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with uh, with Elvis being such a cultural icon. But uh, you brought up your grand, uh, like your older My grandfather, yeah, grandfather. Did did he walk away with a positive attitude of this film? He did. He loved it by the end, which is interesting because he didn't understand what the fuck was happening for the first 45 minutes. And I think that is an interesting thing that Baz does is you come out of the film... So baffled. So baffled, but being like, I think that was art. <laughs> to give perspective as well, I actually really enjoyed Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Like, not the acting. I did. Love you, Leo. 
fuck me, dude. Um, not the <laughs> acting, but the editing and the and the and the pace of Romeo and Juliet, which was review, which was given such a, a a poor review from critics from everyone. I enjoyed that. I studied the hell out of that in like year nine. Um, so I enjoy these Baz Luhrmann sort of style editing films and bringing in someone as big as Elvis and a star such as um, such as Austin and Butler the and to- Tom Hanks. <laughs> these guys are off the head. I think that'll, that'll do it. Any more, any more points I you think want to bring up? We'll just finish off with being like, if this reviewer seemed chaotic, it That's has... Because the because film's it, chaotic. It is. And obviously it's a very divisive film even within this really tight-knit group of friends do you believe they will be talking about this film long after 2022 no after 2022 no yeah really one year probably i i think this film will be gone before you know it to be honest they're going to connect this so much to the whitney houston biopic yeah, they will. It's okay. Very rare. Like you got like Rocket Man. Like we brought up Rocket okay, Man. Okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So when we review True. Whitney Houston's biopic, which is coming up Boxing Day this year, are we doing um, that? I mean, Boxing Day, we may as well. Mm. We're we'll, we'll gonna do a Christmas, Christmas film on December. <laughs> Just put Whitney Houston with a Santa hat on. I don't know. Let's all get um, like really which, cheesy when you sweaters. Think about it, when you think about it, Whitney Houston died and was idolized in a similar way. Died in a similar way. I don't know too much about Whitney Houston. I know she. Die over an overdose. Anyway, we're getting we're lost on tangents. Anyway, we'll, we'll end with being like, if this has seemed confusing or chaotic, it's because it has been a chaotic and confusing film within the podcast. I think that is a positive and negative for the film. Mm. I, if you guys at this point, I hope you guys have watched it before watching our fucking rambles. <laughs> but uh, if you haven't watched it and you've still and you've made it to this point in the podcast, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but if you have. You guys need to you. watch this film and come up with yourself and leave a comment below as to what your I rating can't is. Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Not on Spotify, but <laughs> fucking, fucking comment on the YouTube yeah. what I, what your rating is and if you have different opinions. It's a very divisive film. Yeah. We've talked to people at um at film school that we're working with and um and they Loved have different it or hated and yeah. and they're, they're all very torn and I think this film it's almost a skill to make a film that's so widely Considered differently. I, I genuinely think it's just just from how you grew up with Elvis. Yeah. How you interpret this film. And also how you... Your, definitely your preference of editing. Yeah. Your preference of editing changes the film. Because the yep. aspects I don't like, Ben loves. Yep. The aspects I don't like are the crazy editing. And Ben loves those editing. But anyway, we're stuck on this tangent. It's probably oh. gone for two and a half hours at this point. This is going to be a very edited. If you guys video. have made it to this point... We fucking love you. Um, send a th- a share. Actually, can we just mention my man? Matt? I won't say his full name, but Matt, who sent us a photo of him listening to this in his car. Yes. Uh, what a legend. We, we appreciate we that, mate. We cannot describe how much like we got so joy that of, gave us. Yeah. And, and, and please, show us how you watch us. Uh, and we know this is... We, 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 we do this just for shits and gigs. We're really? drunk idiots talking about yeah. films we love. And, and obviously, and, it's not perfect at the moment and, oh God, and no. we're, we'll come into our stride and we'll know what we're doing and this one's been so much more chaotic than the first yeah, one this one was but a test i hope you guys have had as much fun as we have making oh shit it. Yeah. yeah we're plastered okay right yeah now. look we're going to attend yeah right okay now. anyway all right thank we you love all. you guys andy finishes off with a goodbye let's have a drink to finish so ladies and gentlemen oh, we God. can't thank you enough for this <laughs> and to all who are watching have go fun. fuck yourself <laughs> well, have, have a good night. We love you all. Send us photos on uh, Instagram, Burning Film House, YouTube. Follow us, man.